Welcome to the Beta Down. Hey guys, I'm Lee. This is Evan. And this is the Beta Den. The Beta Den. Welcome back. Welcome newcomers. Newcomers, seasoned vets. Welcome one and all. Groupies and some other kind of fish. It's like we drink. Groupers. 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 Guppies, groupers. And groupies. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm going to throw marlins in the mix. Yeah. Swordfish. (laughs) (laughs) Bass. Yeah. I can name fish. Um... Jaguar shark. Ooh. Tiger shark. I think I think Jaguar shark is the name of the of fish. Of the fish. The, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I I didn't see it, but that's what I'm calling it for right now. Yeah. For our topic for today. Uh, I was trying to be on brand for our topic. Very on brand. Yeah. It was like so on brand that like <laughs> probably went over a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Um today we're gonna do something new. Yeah. I'm digging it though. I we're, like it. We're breaking new ground. That's what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. Every dig. every time we're out, we're digging yeah, we, for gold. We dig it. <laughs> Can you dig it? Can you dig it? We're going to highlight a director we both admire. Yeah, it's fair to enjoy say. Enjoy his films. Yeah, immensely enjoy his moving uh, pictures. Unique, New York. Uh, no, uh, unique talent. Um, you know it's. Definitely, you see one of his movies and you just you kind of know, know it. You know it's one of his yeah. movies. Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about Wes Anderson yeah. today, today, tonight, where, whenever you're listening. Whatever, whatever time. His name, his full name, is actually Wesley Wales Anderson. Yeah, but he was not born in England. No, which surprisingly which blows my fucking yeah. mind. That was like almost like when I that was like it's like the first thing in his Wikipedia, but when they. He's like from Texas. Yeah, I think it's Texas. Yeah, and he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he has um, a Texas accent. That would be wild to me. That'd be crazy. Because you're just right? expecting, yeah, you're you're only expecting like a, a real gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like looking at him and his movies. I'm expecting like a really fancy, foppish, refined, uh, yeah. high class mm. British elite. What you voice? Move on over there, guys. <laughs> I need you to rustle up them them actors and them them set people and move on over there. We're gonna call this one the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, they're gonna live up in in New York, up in the big city big, in New uh, York. It's called Big Apple. I ain't that impressed. Yeah, I seen Bigger Apple. <laughs> My granny got Bigger Apple. Grandma got Bigger Apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Wes Anderson from Texas. Uh, Probably sounds nothing like that. I'm sure it sounds something like that. Um, is that like a hidden? Notif- is that like a hidden fact? Do we, is that like? <laughs> did you hear that? Ding, too? Do we unlock I something? Hope that, uh, thing, <laughs> we might be describing we a level sound up? that did we level get up? Recorded, <laughs> yeah, but there was an update <laughs> yeah. sound on my computer <laughs> while we were doing this. Um, so since. If you know anything about, or if rather... If anything, you, you <laughs> uncultured <laughs> pieces of lovely humans. Swine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen a Wes Anderson movie, I think we know, we can all agree that things need to be a little bit fancier. Mm. And Kick cla- it up a notch. And classier. Classier. Yeah. Just for tonight's... Yeah. Uh, I like your suit. Thanks. Uh, you brought it out. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing... Um, it's an all... I purchased it just for this 
Wow. Um, See what we do? Yeah. Uh, it's all burgundy. Yeah. With a light blue shirt. It's beautiful. And a burgundy tie. It's a, a European cut. Yeah. Because I want to look like Jason Schwartzman. You, you, you fill it out well. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. Good luck. Um, you went with the ball gown, <laughs> which is also nice. You like this, huh? Uh, yeah. I w- you know, you went a different I didn't direction. Know how you would, I didn't know how you would accept it. <laughs> You're definitely wearing a very expensive... Oh, yeah. Too large for this basement oh. <laughs> uh, ball, you, ball gown. I had, the, I had the little birds take my tail in. That's right. <laughs> you you that's see that? Right. I trained them to do yeah. that. I think that's called the train, actually. The train. The train of the dress, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you look stunning, Lee. Well, thank you so Not much. Not stunningly. Lee looks stunning, is what I'm saying. Thank you Not, very much. Not an adverb. Curtsy, curtsy. <laughs> so, um, to, make, to keep it as classy as we're clearly making it uh we're gonna do wine tonight for for what are we drinking Mm. drinking? what are we drinking is going to be a nice pinot pinot noir Hmm. yeah have you ever had this naomi no i have not um our naomi gonna try it though (laughs) (laughs) naomi like it (laughs) yeah (laughs) shit that's gonna happen too much i just want to warn everybody that's gonna happen too much throughout Uh, the rest of this okay Uh, (laughs) That pun will be heard over and over again as we get drunker. Um, yeah. So yeah, let me Killing here. Let me read the description here, yeah, and then like I'll pour a glass. To the tippy tippy. It is. That's be careful there. I will. I'll, I'll do my best. I'm glad you didn't put like the aerator thing in. No, I always spill. It's here wine. for uh, decadence. Moral support. Yeah. What are you supposed to put that on top of it that? It just pops in. Oh. That was probably very loud. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. people. Well, this we'll one we'll I have, have to, to add. We'll to, we'll add to, yeah, but I appreciate not having to add sound effects um, <laughs> during the editing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Mayomi is a California Pinot Noir. It's bottled by Mayomi Wines in Acampo, California. Discover the well-balanced, richly flavored, and deliciously complex taste of Mayomi Pinot Noir. Lifted aromas of jammy fruit and roast and toasty oak are followed by expressive dark berry juicy strawberry and toasty mocha flavors with Mm. a soft plush palette the well ingratiated oak provides a unique structure and depth seldom seen in pinot noir the wines are carefully crafted so that these characteristics continue to enhance and build on each other for an evocative and memorable pinot noir well 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 that's um, I fancy me a nice glass of this. Now. I haven't had to read a paragraph that difficult in a long time. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I, I'm sweating. That wasn't just a like a little bit right now. Eat pizza with this, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, like it has hops. Um, all right, I'm gonna try to get a good audio on the pour. Oh yeah, get a glug glug. <laughs> Did that come through? That can't loud, loud and clear. I'm thirsty. Thank you for my sherbet. Let me clear my palate. Oh, yes. Don't forget the creme. Wait for the creme. Oh, that's a different director. All right. These are big wine glasses because I felt like I was pouring for a while. Because why it's like would barely you have small wine glasses? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right. Cheers, sir. Clankety clank, clank, clank. You guys smell it, right? Stir and smell. <sighs> Stir and smell. Get that finger feel. Mm, yes. Finger feels yes. are important. Remember. <laughs>
That's <laughs> that's that's good juice. <laughs> that's good juice. Grape juice. Mm. Mm. No, that's it's complex. I'll give you that. I definitely think it tastes like jammy fruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna second that jammy fruit. Jammy jam fruit. It's mm. good. This is good. I like that. Sit with it for a minute. A Did moment. we talk about um, what bands we're listening to right now in the last no. episode? No, I no, no, no. I meant to ask you that. Oh, did you? Yeah, fucking everyone's sorry. In a while. I got a, I got a sock that's just been not cooperating with me today. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, it's just like a, it's a twister. It just bit you? No, it's a twister. It's just, <laughs> I'm. Oh, I've been fidgeting this whole time. And I'm finally, <laughs> I'm giving in. It's, it's today's the just day. Take the sock off. I'm gonna. I'm gonna today's day. It's, it's gonna, gonna be get tough. You got to get over the whole gown situation. Yeah, that's see, and that's the issue. Right. See, you couldn't even see me fidgeting. Who wears socks with a gown in heels? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I had to squeeze my feet into these, so there's a lot of powder. It's a lot happening. And the sock yeah. in between, I figured for <laughs> friction would be very nice. <laughs> well, you but do have a lot of really experience stuck. in heels, so yeah. No. Um, yeah. How so, uh, what do you got for me? Music wise, yeah, anything. All right, no. So right now, um, I'm, I'm putting you, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm on this weird, funky hip hop. It's like a, I don't even know. I can't even categorize it. So, ho- Homeboy Sandman. Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, um, listen to a lot of him. Fairly new. Uh, no, he's been around for a while, but he's got some newer shit out. Um, nice. So that uh, Rob Sonic, uh, also underground. And it's what it, it's more like uh, funk beats, yeah, like over crazy funk weird beats uh-huh. and like classic samples, and then like this weird cadenced rhyming style. Like Homeboy has this like uh, Homeboy is incredible. Like it, it, the amount of like quote unquote this is not me. I don't talk like this in real life, but the quote unquote bars that this guy spits mm. are <laughs> like um, they're so like. There's so many fit into where like another rapper would drag out or like his his cadence drops and changes in unpredicted places. It's dope. Just if you if you're near a device, Google Homeboy Sandman. You sometimes pretend like you don't know um, stuff about music. I don't. But pretend. I thought that was a very good I just, like, description. I just hate to claim any kind of like experience. Advanced experience. This is all just purely what I listen to, and uh-huh. if I have to, I couldn't. Have you ever tried to record, like spit some bars? When, of your when own? we were younger, hell yeah, yeah. And it yeah, didn't yo, go we well. bought like software and shit. Uh-huh. It was fun, and like, it, I mean, like, it was. I I've definitely heard worse, uh-huh. like even from like the people I was do it with. Well, sure. Um, yeah. not saying that they were worse, but like I've heard people worse than them. Right. So like, I figured we were okay, but like nowhere near like. Walking into like Jimmy Iovine and being like, "Yo, yeah, but what if, like ever throw push, shit uh, hot in that seven right now? Ever perform? Like ever do a, no, a show? No, no, no. Like in like stoned in cars. Right, right. We used right. to have like freestyle battles and shit. Not, that shit was bad. Like, I mean, I have we're sitting next to like a drawer full of like random tapes and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a cassette player, but nice. like, yeah, we have all kinds of like antics and illegal activity on tape in my home. Uh-huh. So there you go. But there's a statute of limitations against that. So. Yeah, and also I think once the technology that's used to play said tapes is rendered completely yeah, obsolete, it's a fucking you're fossil. really in the clear. Because yeah. even if 
uh, your daughter one day finds them, where's she gonna find? She a won't even know what it is. <laughs> right? Where's she gonna? She won't like, even know. She's like, what the hell yeah. is this weird? She's. I guarantee the. F- I guarantee. Okay, so real life scenario. Uh huh. We're like five years in the future. She's ten. She's like hanging out in like maybe down here with a friend. They find those tapes. Like, there's nothing right. they can't really find down here that would hurt them. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not shit she's grown up around. Uh, but and she finds a tape. The first thing they're guaranteed to do is pop the top of it open and pull out the, the film, tape. The yeah, I, I, because what would if I didn't know what a cassette was? It, it looks like it's holding something. Like yeah, containing like oh, what let me sp- yeah. yeah, and like it looks like in in twenty twenty one, your mind would say there's clearly a button on the side of this uh-huh. that if I press, it's just going to go and reel up, right? <laughs> That the the VCR uh, like that the, is the cassette tape is the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Because yeah. like, it's basically the size of an, a Nintendo Switch, right? A VCR tape. Yeah, yeah. V, like a regular VHS. These yeah. are on like the, the, the little recorders. Guys, right, yeah, but they the, have to go the, into a <laughs> the Panasonic a converter. <laughs> yes, the little tape goes in the big tape. Mad tech, to go yo. Into your <laughs> to go into I got your all the tech. Fat ass uh, VCR. Yeah, just to be viewed on your. Really grainy, twenty mm-hmm. <laughs> inch TV. Yeah. Oh, they don't know the struggle. No, she doesn't know the struggle. She's got a TV in like every room. This is like bullshit. Pre dial up. Oh, you know. Yeah. That's why it's we like were so impressed by twenty four megabytes so an hour. You know that. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking sitting of like there. sitting in cars and doing shit, like, do you ever like towards? I guess it's like beginning of college time. Do you ever like either? Like rig a TV in your car, or like try to hook up a TV in your car. Only, like uh, not no, not me. Or I don't think any of my friends. But when I went to Oneonta, um, there was this yeah, there was this one. No, but it wasn't. There was this one cab driver because obviously the cabbies <laughs> were like they knew that they could make a ton of money in a night. Yeah, um, these guys were fucking nuts up there. They would buy you beer. Um, they would bring you wherever business is business. This one guy, I forget his name, but it was like some fucking nickname. This dude with like dreadlocks down to the fucking floor, like the floor of the cab when he would be driving him. <laughs> um, and it was more of like a van. It was a minivan that he was using as a cab. And there okay. was, um, this pretty decent sized TV right there. And, uh, the converter for like four controllers. I forget what, what system it was. And you could like pay him. To like get your beer and you could be like drinking and smoking and like you know charge like a pretty serious hourly. I'm rate. so glad you said that. Uh, but like, yeah. So that I, I, I can't imagine he didn't get caught or like screwed over real bad eventually when like the wrong kid with the wrong parent. Oh if yeah, something yeah, happened, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if they got into an accident or the cops so pulled them over, or some shit. Picture that little what is that like probably four inches that TV was like the one it was like in between the seats, right? Yeah, well, he like had it secured to oh, the to, fucking okay. uh, ceiling before anyone was doing that. You we know? hooked like, this that. Was, like, we took one his of those own contraption to like attach it to the ceiling. We took one of those uh-huh. and hooked it up in my like 1998 Accord uh-huh. with a PlayStation. Yeah, one. And you have it plugged into the cigarette lighter. We went to Radio Shack to get the converter and get a convert, dude. Our my battery died like. Well, you'd have to killed have everything every yeah, time. Every car running, yeah. the dude. Whole time. But we tried. Like the the hookup was insane. The reason why I did because of the amount of like 
adapters, connectors, yeah. wires, and all this shit to and like five. No, you'd dudes have to have someone sitting in a car revving the engine <laughs> at ninety miles an it hour, not, like in park, just to yeah, keep like the it battery did not going. Work. Yeah, we tried so hard. It yeah. was we played like whatever game for like a couple minutes, but I guess with a van, I don't know what he was doing. No, because the van you know, there was, was it was the lights, it was the LED lights. And my the, parents like, had, had a Nissan Quest, and yeah. And when they got rid of it, they took the TV out. Okay. For what, and just kept it in the garage. So I took it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and was like, we can use this. It's like a TV with a VCR. It's connected. It was gigantic. Um, but, I, don't know, it's I did a similar thing with the camcorder. It was really one weekend. I was stupid. I'm realizing now that we were like the original social media. Um, oh yeah, well, I mean, we have like little confessional, influen- like I- influencers, selfie uh, videos, content, yeah, creators, yeah. Uh, it was a weekend of debauchery, yeah, and, oh. and it ended really bad. Once the camera is introduced, I got caught. I, I got totally caught, and I woke up the next morning after a party with my parents watching the tape. In the next, oh yeah, morning. yeah, we've talked about this. I yeah. think we talked about this here. I think we, I, did we talk about <laughs> yeah. it? On the, yeah, yeah, maybe. But that that videotape, man. If that yeah. shit was around, it was getting you in trouble, and everyone yeah. everyone fucking showed out for that shit. So but. that would be a tape that I would not want my daughter to get her hands on if she was like. No, Look but at this VCR I found yeah, that I know how to hook up because I like ancient technology. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but that, she could never. Like, it'd be hard to find a VCR and adapter. Yeah, mm. but not impossible. No, and then, but also they're all uh, red, white, and yellow hookups, which you'd need. N- most TVs um, don't have that anymore. You could probably get an HDMI converter. Yeah, but see all that um, shit you would need. <laughs> just to I have an original <clears throat> Xbox. Plugged into my TV down st- in the basement. Yeah, um, that is a flat screen HD TV. It's not. Uh, it's like the 1080p, not a 4K, right? Uh-huh. But that was like. It's old enough that it does have the have red, the, yellow. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it red, white, yellow? Yeah. Um, attachment to it, so I can plug that in. And holy shit, are the graphics? They're terrible. Terrible. And we watched that shit. Terrible. Like I'd rather play Super Nintendo. And see the cartoonish 2D well, nothing. Well, the 16-bit is then better the than like boxy, the, blocky like, fucking. Yeah, Halo. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Speaking about like films and my my amateur films on VHS, uh-huh. they were nowhere near as creative as the person we're supposed to be talking about. I guess we should probably talk yeah. about uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. We've, Feel good we've about kept that. Kept it here long enough. Um, yeah, which I think. From what I understand is um, pretty sure he like met Owen Wilson in college. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was working as like a projectionist. See, but I can see and hear Owen Wilson like Texas. Like yeah. if, you, if someone said Owen Wilson's from Texas, yeah. I wouldn't go, oh, wow, really? Totally. Like, I, Wes I, Anderson? I, what? No, absolutely no one. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> um, yeah. There's they a, went to. There's a Texas uh, in Europe? University of Texas in Austin. Yeah, I could see them having a good time in Austin. Uh, yeah, but let me give you a little. Um, see what his Wikipedia says about him, right? right. Born May first, nineteen sixty nine, American filmmaker. His films are known for their symmetry, eccentricity, and distinctive visual and narrative styles. And he is cited by some critics as a modern day example of the auteur. Uh, which basically, I looked that up. Like auteur, like A U T E U R. It's basically the kind of thing where like. What we were talking about earlier, if you just if you see one of his films, you know. Absolutely. It's, it's just it's like just, yeah. this is a Wes Anderson movie. It's like its own genre of movie. It's its own type of fucking thing. 
Um, so yeah, I love Neat. them. Um, yeah, three of his films, Royal Tenenbaums, Moonrise Kingdom, and The Grand Budapest Hotel, um, appeared in BBC Culture's 2016 poll of the greatest films since 2000. Um, he's been nominated for awards. Uh, I don't know, did he win? I don't know, I'll have to look that up later. But yeah, he's uh, got a few wins. He's got uh, oh, best director, Grand oh, Budapest. No, he's got yeah. four wins on Grand Budapest. Yeah, uh, Academy Academy Award wins and BAFTA awards. He's got five for Grand Budapest. Damn. So and that was Gold, really and he got a Golden Globe for Grand Budapest. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, he's he's fucking ranking that shit in. Also, um. What was I going to say? Have you seen? We were just uh, talking also like his animated films, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah, 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 Isle of Isle Dogs. Dogs. Yeah. Those are so good. And I remember Fantastic Mr. Fox. I saw in the theater, and we were surrounded by children. That was with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't think the parents were like ready. Not that Mr. Fox was like no, because it's a, it's an old, like I forgot what you call it. It was originally a was book. It, was it a like, parable? Like a no, I don't think it was a parable, but like a nursery book or whatever you fucking uh-huh. call that shit you read kids. Um, yeah, I I feel like that's that's a mark of real talent where you can do something that's just across the board, like human experience. Like you can have kids who really liked it, uh, and a, adults who are just like really impressed by it at the same time. Movie. Like that, yeah. that's a really like, I love like the cuss. Like no <laughs> no one says like they, uh, but like using. The definite, like well, using the, the word, word that's the word safe cuss. to use <laughs> yeah. as a word you shouldn't use, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they all respond to it like it's the bad words. Uh huh. So it's or it's like so. What do you say if you were going to say it the nice way? I I feel like that was for Mister Fox. Isle of Dogs. He like went a little more. Oh yeah, adult. Isle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isle of Dogs. It's animated yeah. for adults. But we're gonna get into. We'll do like a breakdown of. Um, all his movies, right? We'll like go through each one. Yeah, yeah. We'll give like a what the whatever. Rotten Tomato rating, and then yeah, yeah, like a little fucking beta reaction. Yeah, your beta rating. Yeah. Um, a rotten Tomato, a Rotten Beta Fish. He's got a number of cinematic influences. Uh, some of them, some notable ones, are Stanley Kubrick, Woody Allen, and Scorsese, Orson Welles, Roman Polanski. Um, yeah. So just real quick, a description of his visual style, which I think is what, you know, well, you could say that there's two different things going on, at least for me, in a Wes Anderson movie. It's the plot and the character. It's uh-huh. just the, the most unique, like, dialogue and characters Yeah. Um, compared to, you know, other people who are creating uh, just original um content like story and then, writing like actual story writing. Yeah, yeah yeah and then uh just like creating these characters from scratch but you feel like you've known them for a really long time well um, they're identifiable within like everybody yeah like he's very uh so we're like I, I don't know if this is exactly what you're trying to say but like his films on a, a broader level always like make contact with like your emotional base while while all the other stuff is going on well yeah and and while using these like completely outlandish characters yeah it's all fantastic but but you still have this very human connection to them and this very like raw relatable emotion going on at the same time um so yeah that and this completely unique visual style 
Um, Corinne and I were watching Grand Budapest Hotel last night, and you can tell that this is something he did since doing um, Fantastic Mr. Fox because he added some of that animated element to it. Like when oh. they're, when they're in, uh, they call it the Funculator or something like that. Yeah, the, the, the elevator yeah, train. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it goes like up to the actual Grand Budapest yeah. Hotel. Yeah. I mean, and then like, well, there's like, like the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and where they're um, in the chase, uh, while yeah. they're skiing downhill, yeah, and they're just, yeah, yeah, and like they're like miniatures and stop motion shit. Yeah, yeah. totally. It has these like little claymation fucking thing like that. Um, but then it almost seemed like there were times where it was hard to tell because he was setting his scenes, even with the you know, in if you want to call it real time or real life, like when the um, Jude Law is sitting across the table from. Um, Last name's uh, it's like Murray Abraham, uh, yeah. and they're they do this like top shot, and you see all the tables and the way yeah, they're lined yeah. up and the settings and everything, and, and they're in the f- like kind of front and center. And for a moment, it's hard to tell whether or not what it, what's not what's is it actually like them, just a or high yeah. shot, or is it this like stop? No, uh, even when they're showing motion. the hotel, like when they show the, the, the like the mm-hmm. big pan out of the hotel, like there's ones that I use that are like miniatures, like scaled down ones. Yeah. And then like when they're in front of it, you're like, or like he's zooming in and it's, it, he just does a good job of overlaying all the visuals. So like you're perceiving even fake things as real, I but that grand Budapest is definitely peak like color using yeah. for him. Like he really, and it's, it's every, the, the scenes are almost like, um, Sells in a comic book, like the, and they're so. And uh, Corinne was really. I was glad that um, she was watching with me last night because she yeah. was like saying some really good notes. Um, it almost looks two dimensional. He takes three dimensional scenes and figures and almost makes them look two dimensional and, and yeah. not flat in a negative way, but just like it. Everything is this perfect symmetry. Well, all he the also time. always so like for I don't know. Of course, I don't know what the filming technique is called, uh-huh. but there'll be conversations between people or screen cuts and the background will remain the same color palette. So it's always brown over blue. Uh So he'll change directions and it'll be Bill Murray, but it'll always be that same static brown over blue background. Yeah. So it almost relaxes your eye to hyper focus on the actor or whatever the focus point is because your, your brain's so like, okay, this room's pink. It's pink and yellow. Well, it's, I, I almost have the opposite uh, reaction where, like, I lose the actor in the in scene. In the scene. See, I yeah, always... The, I'm so impressed by the layout and background and, like, just the shot itself that they almost... It's almost like he was treating, which which I had heard that he kind of animates his whole movies, like his um, storyboard. Storyboards. Yeah, in. before shooting it, right? And, and it's almost like he's always been trying to make something that looked like the claymation shit. Yeah. And now that he actually has like done the claymation shit, he's well. He's like so saying, okay like, with making it look fantastical and uh-huh. like for you to know that instead of trying to like blend in the fake or the set or the color palette, like yeah, he's more like no, this is it's a scene. The or setting, like, the setting is <clears> just <throat> as important. But as even like, though, excuse on. me. Even like Royal Tenenbaums, mm-hmm. like in the when they're changing sets or changing scenes and the curtains close, like that is just so blatantly just like. Or no, I think that was Rushmore. With Rushmore, the yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tenenbaums is the chapters. Yes. 
Um, but Tenenbaums, what they did, and like what they did with Steve Zizou, is w- when 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 you're going like down the house and it's cut open, yeah, almost like it's a dollhouse where yeah. you can like see in each room, like as you're going down. So it's like almost like a like, this is obviously fake. It's obviously or it's obviously yeah. a miniature, right? But that's what I mean by like it, by the end of a film. Uh, there, I've already like analyzed all the colors and all the things. So like. And they're always the same. Like they end up always being very similar, not the same, but very similar. No, his all his movies have yeah. a similar look, and I mean, no, but I mean within one movie. Oh, of course. So it, like, it, like when you're watching Grand a, Budapest, a you specific know specific style. Same with Darjeeling. Yeah, you know, like it's like, a specific for style example, the whole time. When you're watching Grand Budapest, like the color palette of like the antagonist versus the protagonist, like. They're always colorful. Like the antagonist or or the protagonist is always like a colorful, like purple or like blue. A lot of of light blues. And then like you look at like um, Ed Norton's character, and like that, it's like drab gray. It's just those all those uniforms are very Um, plain. Willem Dafoe is all in black. All in black. Yeah, 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 it's very big. Like, but like that, it's. It, it, for whatever reason, it relaxes your perturb- my perturbation interpretation it's of like basic and bold at the same time. Yeah. It's a really weird because what we're talking about sounds really uh, c- can potentially sound really simple, but at the same time, like he's just doing it in such a profound way. Um, I he really just I just looked up this thing, and it, it it's kind of we kind of whether we meant to or not, uh, kind of said the same thing. Uh, as far as his visual style, it says here Anderson has been noted for extensive use of flat space camera moves. Symmetrical compositions, knolling, which I'm not sure what that is. Um, I think that's like that when he like scrolls when you're like moving. So like in Rushmore when, when they're like doing with the the character they're as they're walking. Yeah, forwards. like when they're feeding the fish in Rushmore, and the camera is like going from yeah, window to yeah, window. It's like sticking with them. But then like they're <clears throat> inside of that, I mean, this is probably a little bit knolling or something else. Yeah. Um, those framings, like the symmet- symmetry of those framings. Uh-huh. Like, are dependent on the conversation and the emotion. Right. So he's like, when she finds out she's married, like, they're not, they're no longer in the same window frame. Right. He's in one and she's in one. That's and then, cool. like, she's like, he's dead or whatever. Yeah. And it's been a while. Like, is he dead or he's, he's like, they're divorced or whatever. Uh huh. And they go down and then they're back in the same thing in another fish tank. Right. Like, it's, he's like, oh, hope again. And they're back together. That's cool. Like that little. I never, uh, I never yeah, picked that up. That's something like I, I, but that's what I mean. Like I guess it, it like it's so basic that like if you pick up on that early on. Well, and and I also think it's intentional. It, oh, absolutely. I, like that was very. But purposeful. it's storytelling. Yeah. It's it's like you said, comic books sell um, storytelling. We're together. S- we're apart. They said that as far as his directing style too is like a the most direct director. Like he's telling everybody specifically. You need to say each. There's there's really not a r- lot of room for improvisation. But at the no, same he time, he wants you to be reading the line, like the almost. exact lines, yeah. and in the exact spots, yeah. in the exact like old trained actors. But he's already written in the um, spontaneity. That's why a lot of times there's still this fast paced, fun um, conversations, but they're so practiced at the same time that it's they're just hearing them. Like Ralph Fiennes talks so much and so fast in that movie in Budapest. Yeah, um, and he's so direct. Like when he's just like directing the room and like telling people what to do as he's like oh yeah like we were talking about before before we started recording when he's doing like okay well you're being interviewed right now right experience what has it been six zero. months here six there so zero yeah what's uh your family so this is zero, zero. yeah yeah and, and he, 
But uh, as he's as he's walking by other people and like saying the chef comes up to him, he's like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. And then someone else, he's like holding flowers. He's like, I don't like those. And the old guy's yeah. like, I fully agree. <laughs> and then they like, <laughs> it's yeah, dude, it's so good. So um, like, I kind of ties in like that whole strictness almost of like adher- adhering to a script and a form. Yeah. I, I always questioned how he got some of the actors that you hear are sometimes notoriously either difficult or picky about how they're being portrayed. Like I've like Ed Norton, for example. Like good I've actor, heard one of the that best. He's a difficult person to work but with. But on the set yeah. of the Hulk, so I'm gonna take it to Marvel because that's right. where I, the rumor mill I'm in. Uh-huh. Um and like notoriously on that set, like he tried to like rewrite aspects of the Hulk into like to fit his acting style and right. um so to think about like how that comes across, and then to hear but that was that just a bad movie, and uh, you had a good actor there who was like, "This is shit." Oh, I mean, it is to, a shit need, movie, but we need to improve this, right? Because um, he's, uh, you know, he's he's been in multiple I, Wes Anderson movies. He's uh, someone that Wes wants are. to work um, with. Well, no, we can go through all the repeats yeah, yeah. later, but uh, for what you're saying, like he's someone that Wes clearly is comfortable working with, right? Yeah, but, uh, but vice so versa I, too, I, I think guess. that. Some directors just, I'm sure I could assume Tarantino would be the same way, that no matter what level of actor you are, you're like, I want to work with this fucking guy. I clearly have, like, you can't deny that he's a genius, Wes Anderson, and, like, what he's doing is, like, you want to be a part of. And Ed Norton, once he was, I forget which, the first one he was included in, but, like, once he was included in the mix, he was, like, yeah, why has he not been in every fucking movie? Like he's so he fits, fits so good the like, aesthetic yeah. of of what's <laughs> going on. Um, so yeah, and I just wanted to say uh, to finish that other note from before. You're completely right. Uh, deliberately limited color palette. Yeah, uh, like the one of the, one of the is one of the big because in points and of and what in a, um, I'm not Dijerling limited. Um, Grand yeah. Budapest. It's just so. I mean, like you're in a hallway. They're walking in a hallway, and like you don't. I, I don't know what the comparison is because I think hallway, I think like the shining hallway with the <laughs> carpet. It's well, so that's, that's what they mean by Kubrick when yeah, it's like just that perfectly. Um, it, uh, it makes shift. it a character. Is it makes it it's, it makes it a continuous character without the proportions, throughout the, the proportions, movie. the ratio yeah. of like wherever it's at. Yeah, no, it's the the color palette definitely it relaxes me. I don't know if that's a personal thing. I th- I think it's also that. Um, I feel like I've heard that he doesn't really like to attach a lot of times like a specific time to like a time period to what you're, or you're like, watching. Or like a sense he, he of wants realism. You to is it, are you even in feel like it's the world? older, but you know, but it could still be like in this modern storyline. I mean, Grand Budapest, they actually gave it's, you it's, it's a time dates, line, yeah. but yeah, no, but um, a lot of them yeah are just like three months later or stuff like they that. all feel to me like they could be taking place in the sixties for the most part. I get like it's I also that like, those. Uh, like that matte. Like a, a lot of like the color uh, is matte. Yeah. Like there's nothing pops. It's nothing, there's like no neons. Right. There's not a lot of like uh like stainless steel unless it's like a kitchen scene. Like Yeah. It doesn't have that shiny. That's what I mean. You can it. see he grew like um Bottle Rocket and Rushmore are very different movies from everything from Tenenbaums on. Because yeah. Tenenbaums is where he really, like, really sat into his style. Rushmore still had a lot of close-ups and a lot of, like, different darker things going yeah. on. Normal color palettes. Normal with air quotes. You know what I mean? But um, 
Tenenbaums and on is where he really like hit his fucking style. Yeah, totally. Um, do you want to? I w- do you want to go through the movies first, or do you you were talking about the cast too? Like I don't know. No, well, because I feel like that should that'll just come up as I. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna throw out the movie uh-huh. and like the Rotten Apple score, the Rotten Tomato score. Okay. And we're just and gonna then we can discuss the movie. Uh, yeah, you're gonna right. either agree with it and say that's perfect, or just yeah. Or what you're you, gonna have how an opinion you, how about you it, can yeah. obviously rate the movie better than a giant mass of mass people. of people. Yeah, <laughs> my opinion should definitely supersede, or our opinions should supersede. Yeah, that's why we're doing this. Because this is a would you rather service. be hanging out with a betta fish or a rotten tomato? Right. Word. Yeah, I, 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 I pick fish. Yeah, seven days a week. We're not dying yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fresh a beta fish. It's has a like fresh a week, beta has fish. like a week. Yeah. I, no, I think they can live for a little while <laughs> if you while, don't yeah. fight them. And you got you, know? you got to keep the water clean. You got to keep. They the need water more clean. than just like. Hey, our first leap tip. Yeah. For, oh, for yeah, season three, you got to keep go. the. Uh, got to keep, keep the water clean. clean. Yeah. It's all it's all about that. Hear that, president? <laughs> keep the whichever water president you clean. are while this is playing. Keep the water clean. All right. So all right. No, in no specific order. Uh I'm going to hold on to one because I, I really want to see your reaction. Wait, wait, wait. You but should go in the order they were made. Uh, all right. So that's not how <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has it. Okay. Can so I? Well, then do I you, have. All right. So do you want I'll tell you the. You give me the movie. The, and you tell me the thing. I'll right? give okay. you the reading. So. Teamwork. First. W- <laughs> makes the. Nope. Not going to do it. Um, first one. I heard he, re- he did this in 94, but the official release date is 1996. Bottle Rocket. All right. Oh, yeah. That's on page two. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Pull that up real quick. 85% Rotten Tomatoes. Have you ever seen it? Yes, but no. Uh, Yeah, I've seen it like 100 years ago. I saw it, yeah, a long time ago. Back when it was like when you had to be catching it on, like when I had movie channels, but you'd have to be catching it at the right time kind of thing. And like there were scenes that were really funny, and then like at the time there was shit that just, I was like, why is it? He's in a fucking car. So, this is the worst filming of people in a car yeah. ever. And I, f- I forget exactly. It's these two brothers. and which, I feel like it's great Owen and Luke Wilson performances. Oh, yeah. They um, do. It's a funny. And it's funny. Like, and it is funny. But they're like, what? Robbing They rob their his house. Like, they rob like their family. Like, but they're not yeah. together. Right? It, they're not in the it same. It almost reminded me of like a know. Coen Brothers yeah. scenario. You know, of like some bumbling. Like the way that like, you know, Jeff Lebowski is bumbling his way through a murder mystery yeah i just remember like, like they're arguing over like how they did it and like he should have robbed his house not, yeah not your house like wait I, it's a long time it's so long time. and you said 85 85 which, which is, i was surprised which is great yeah um i'm I, surprised that's high for yeah i feel like a first movie and and my initial reaction to it what i remember is that like you definitely don't have the same visual shit going on no. in that one but you can see more chaotic. him starting to get his dialogue down, like the rhythm of his dialogue. Yeah. I always yeah. found there's a very specific rhythm to the way people talk in Wes Anderson movies. And he's like kind of finding that in that movie. Agreed. But otherwise, yeah, it, I've, I've never had the real I've never sat down desire to be like, I need to go back and, a and watch a whole movie, thing. A two-hour movie, an hour and whatever. Um, but I'm sure it was great. Uh, okay, so next one is 1998, and that would be Rushmore. 90% rotten apples. apples. Tomatoes. 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 I just want to say apples <laughs> all the time. 
Rotten apples. How old? Are, it was a rotten apple. <laughs> he's a. I don't want you hanging out with him. He's a bad apple. Yeah, he'll spoil the bunch. He's a bad seed. Yeah. Um, I'm 90. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, Rushmore, dude, I, what I liked, uh, one note I saw about this is that it actually is this movie that's credited with, I don't know if you want to use the word reviving, but just um, launching Bill Murray's latter well, he, I mean, career. Can like we talk Bill about Murray, how crazy, he, how ridiculous his character is in that movie? Oh, like, from his first... Well, across the board in all his movies, but like... Uh, he comes, you know, He comes out. Hard. Hot no, shit. He he's, like, <laughs> he's like, go after fucking rich kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this his first lines. And he's like, there's all kinds of people in Rushmore. And he's like, you, you know, like even the rich. Take down the yeah, rich he's kids. like, take yeah. down. The yeah. Rich yeah. Kids. yeah. He's like, fucking, does he like smack his kids around at one <laughs> yeah. point? He fucking oh, yeah. hates his kids. No, and, he like, did, and then, like, yeah, the whole fucking He's trying shit. to, he's just becoming friends with Jason with Schwartzman to sleep with the teacher who he knows he's in love with. Like, he's a scumbag. Yeah. He's smoking a butt at a kid's party and jumps in the pool and is like, maybe I'll just kill myself yeah, down here. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and the kid just like the, sun's passing yeah, in the background. Yeah, and he's still got the cigarette in his mouth. Um, no, but like... But he, he fucking finished his drink before he jumps <laughs> Right. And there's no uh, question that Bill Murray good. is the fucking man, right? But, you know, I think every comedian kind of goes through this where they have to make some kind of transition. You can't pe- keep being goofy forever. Well, Jim I, Carrey got serious. Adam you have Sandler to pick an avenue. Serious. It's like Christ or crazy. Right. <laughs> um, but Bill Murray is, and he's still funny, but he just became this like from, I don't Fun know. uncle. What, yeah, from whatever, like Kingpin and uh, what is it, Bob, where he's the mentally crazy guy. Don't tell Bob. No, no, don't tell Uncle Bob. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know what movie I'm talking about? Where I feel like, like I do, but baby I'm, steps. You said Uncle um, Buck. I, that's all I think. Yeah, Uncle Buck is Uncle what Buck. I'm thinking of too. It's not what it is. Yeah. Um, what about Bob? I think it's called. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, where what he follows Bob? them on vacation, yeah. you know, ruining, ruining <laughs> yeah, his fucking life. There. Yeah, but like that's you know, yeah. he went that's from like flip. kind of that to then just like this grumpy old man and this like perfect like the sarcastic grandpa you'd want to get drunk with. Yeah, he, and they credit like Wes Anderson, like this movie was kind of that like, but he's just like, turning such a point bad juvenile influence. Like he's always around young children, like yeah. influencing their decisions. Yeah. Or like a group of like people don't that like, don't know better. <laughs> don't they like egg something and run away together? Or no, that maybe that might be Gene Hackman and Rushmore. Um, but I mean, Gene Hackman and Royal Tenenbaums, but um, yeah. Rushmore, yeah. I really like that movie, and I've seen that a bunch of times. Again, Luke Wilson's awesome. I don't know why he kind of stopped using Luke Wilson after Royal I don't Tenenbaums. know, yeah, for a while um, they, were, they, were, they went. But he, he came back. He came, didn't he come back? No, right, Royal Tenenbaums was the last time that Luke was in one. Owen's all Owen, over Owen, I'm sorry. Yeah. Luke Owen. I forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Uncle Owen. Um, yeah, I like Rushmore. What did he say, 90? Yeah. Yeah. Again, very high though. You would think. I mean, I'm su- I'm surprised for what it is, like for well, the content. Bottle and like, Rocket did not do well in theaters. Um, it was critically like acclaimed. Bottle Rocket did not do well in theaters. Rushmore did better in theaters, but both these movies, it's almost like a Fight Club scenario where they've become cult hits. Yeah. So over time, people are adding to. I'll bet when these came out in the '90s, you would not get that same score. But it's as, no, you know, I guess that's also why. On. Yeah, that's true. This is current. Yeah. Um, did you have any? Uh, no, do you want the next one? Well, no, no. You gotta give me the. Yeah, I'm saying. Do you me. want the next? Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me. Uh, yeah. Shoot it. I mean. uh, yeah, cool. 2001 was the Royal Tenenbaums. 81. 
81? Yeah, 81% that bothers tomatoes. Me. That bothers me. See, but again, I think it's that, like, so you lose, I think you lose, with the content of that one, I think you lose a lot of... The content? Yeah, there's a lot of, like... Royal Tenenbaums is, uh, I'm going to say it right now, is my favorite. Wes Anderson movie? It's my favorite Wes Anderson okay. movie. And I'm going to say in no small part to... No, I think I saw Rushmore first, but... Like I said, that was the first time that he introduced his quirky, perfectly laid out everything. Alec Baldwin is the narrator, and like it's one of my favorite Ben Stiller um, performances. The fucking dialogue is crazy weird. I could see it turning a lot of people the wrong That's way. That's what I feel like. It, like it's not a matter Paltrow of like filming like style. It's, well, th- it's more of like the plot and like the character development. Like, it's th- way darker in a lot of spots than... Yeah, they kill the dog at yeah, the end, yeah. but then he gets a new dog. I mean, no, the, I, animal you, animal treatment in, <laughs> in some well, of his we'll, movies. We, we'll talk about some, some, some um, but. issues a little later. But uh, God damn, that bothers me. I do not... I'm not surprised that people... Because Rushmore is a little more like... Um, has a broader appeal. That's, but that's, I feel like, like, where you Tenenbaums get your lower rating. real central to, like, his fucking thing. Yeah, but but that kind of, like, launched all these other movies. I don't know. What do you think? Did, did you did you like Tenenbaums? I like Royal Time. But, I, and, but you're also yeah. talking about, the I think, the age we were when that came out was, like... I didn't see it when I was in high school. I'm sure I, I didn't saw it, see like, it. right... Like, college. That was a movie that was, like, people were showing around in college. Yeah. Like I feel, and I feel like anything then was artistic like that. I wouldn't have appreciated it until a few. I didn't years appreciate later. it until after, yeah. but we saw it then. It was they were funny because like the wronger shit was then, the funnier it was. Well, yeah, but it was also do, it was it was at a time where you're right, where the the more raunchy shit there was, but like this didn't seem that bad at all because of the context. This almost seemed like softer and less threatening than other shit going on at the time at 2001 2001 is when you had all those like basically like high school rapey teenage movies going on i'm just a teenage dirtbag listen to iron maiden um Uh, wow that bothered me because that's my favorite fucking movie um all right so mostly for and and i want to touch on this after um we get through this list unless you want to talk about it now but the soundtrack he is brilliant with soundtracks and i feel like that's a mark of a because tarantino is the same way tarantino is crazy hands-on yeah, involved in his soundtrack i was gonna say that well later on but like the, the what really gets me about a lot of his movies is the use of this not even necessarily like the songs he's picking but the way he can like uh, i don't know um trying to give an example when luke wilson gets off the bus you know that scene where in Tenenbaums where he's getting off the bus and Gwyneth Paltrow is meeting him? Yes, okay. And it's this slow motion because you know, they're in love with each other with no yeah. one's nose. And it's that Nico song, um, I've been out walking, right? This, this, it's just this like weird guitar work. And he's coming up. It's like the perfect fucking use of that song. It's, it's the kind of thing where, and this happens to me all the time, you hear a song in a show or a movie and it's so perfect for the scene that you think, 
oh my god, I love this song. I need to hear it. Yeah. And then you oh, download yeah. it or whatever the fuck you stream it on Spotify, and you're listening in your car like, what the fuck? This is not the. <laughs> why don't I? This is why did I feel, feel this way? Because it had nothing to do with the song, or not that nothing to do with but the song. But he's also but like, so it's good. It's the use of it in that fucking context. At, at using the same song and like so, he'll that song that same song will be playing in a scene uh-huh. in the background low. The whole scene. Oh, at a different time. And and then like when he really wants you to like get oh. that feeling of I want to listen to this song and like you really connect, it'll get turned up. Which it'll it'll like zoom like the camera will zoom away from the characters. And the yes. Yeah, so the, all you're doing is listening. And, and uh, which means his timing yeah. for the song, like how he filmed the scene, at which point he was gonna start the song and do all these things is like completely what we were saying before is um um with intent, you know, yeah. it's purposeful. Um, but he'll play, yeah, such attention to detail. Again, such it becomes a character. Detail. Like, it's there in the scene, but that's not what you're paying attention to. And then all of a sudden, it then is filling in the storytelling he, um, for the next scene or that scene ending or whatever. But I wish I would have looked great. this up before because this just popped in my head. But the scene where Luke Wilson tries to kill himself. When he's slitting his wrists after he like shaves his beard, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's in that very dark blue bathroom, that was uh, the song playing is Elliot Smith, "Needle in the Hay," and I don't know if this is before or after Elliot Smith killed himself. I feel like it was before because that would be a little too on the nose. I think it was. I think it was before. Yeah, yeah. yeah this I is one, which means he probably filmed in two thousand. I think Elliot Smith killed himself in like oh two or oh three. I mean, I, I don't but, know if I. But just I the fact know, that would you he's, put it past him? <laughs> Like I, well, no, I I almost think it speaks more to the fact that Wes Anderson is like connected to. Well, the song. This he, is an emotion. This song yeah. is of a person who's in this a similar mindset as the character that like he's just able to make that connection. I don't know. No, it, it's it's before. Yeah, he understood. He's made the Rolling Stones cool to me. Like he's used Stones songs. Darjeeling Limited, the soundtrack is huge. That, yeah, that's that whole huge movie. and all the that slow motion movie, scenes. I feel like and, is like, his be, um, peak in soundtrack as opposed to the Grand Budapest being his peak, like color wise. I, I agree. Like I that's, agree. Yeah. It's, um, there's the a couple of Kink songs that are done but, really and then, well. But and pace, like the don't pace play with your of meek. the soundtrack. Like he has with this some one stuff, scene. Just, well, we should talk about it when we get really there. Well. Uh, which wh- which one? Uh, Dijerling, uh Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. yeah. Like the it's just pa- it's just a well paced movie. Yeah. Like uh, you're in it the whole time. I feel like. And that's like, not and you're one never, of his... But I always feel like you never know. Also, like I I always like never knew where it was really gonna go. Yeah. That whole movie, I'm like, but what? Like it just never clicked until. We have a lot to talk about yeah. with that movie because okay. that has a lot of like fun facts. But I agree that that is a super close second for me, and I feel like it's a very un- underrated or unknown comparatively movie. Okay, compared to his yeah. other shit, we'll see. Well, let's for that, there's one more. Two thousand uh, in between two thousand four, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Yes, so that's yeah. another one of those movies. Like I saw it way back on like TV. Uh-huh. Like it would always just be on. It's hard for me to. Re- piece it all but i do like that i did love anytime it was on it's such a good movie. i would watch it what what did uh what was its score rating was wow i don't know you're not gonna, gonna be, be low happy. yeah you're not gonna be happy with this one what get i want you to guess this one well just from your reaction i'm gonna say like 65 no lower, lower. what lower what, 32 no not that low all right 56 percent. wow it's got a splat i wonder why 
I, I know. I wish it, dude, I'm, there's what I'm some problematic at, have stuff. Like there's some problematic stuff, and I can we can again. We're gonna talk about some of the yeah, problematic but that shit later. Yeah, so fun. Like no, that. it was also really hyped up because I think everyone fell in love with Bill Murray. He had a very small part in Tenenbaums. Uh, remember, he was like the doctor who's working on that weird kid. Yeah, who can like hear really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the banged up taxi pulls up, and it's like completely fucked up from head to toe. And he points at one thing, he goes. There's a scratch on this, <laughs> and like, <laughs> Bill Murray's just like very good. Yeah, he has um, so many good quotes. There's so many, of the movies, but I, that launched this idea. And like, I remember they were advertising. I think it's Adidas made because in the movie he has the Steve Zissou shoes, and Is like that he has the whole outfit. I never understood that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I never, so I never like Adidas actually together. did like a promotion for the movie where like they That's made the so. fucking Steve. I remember a kid in my high school got the Steve Zissou shoes and. Um, I want those. He like now. later came on to be, yeah. uh, went on to try to become an actor. I don't know where he's at, um, mm. but yeah, I like that movie a lot. Uh, there are some problematic parts, um, mostly with like how they treat Jeff Goldblum's character and, and all that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. all the David Bowie songs that are then being covered by this French guitarist, yeah, the the French dude on the on the, sh- on the, the ship. I forget he's some kind of deckhand. I forget like what his title is supposed to be like. Yeah, but he has a whole scene something. where he covers. Yeah, it's like it, it's, it's well, they're, it's they're the all the David ship. Bowie no, songs. No, yeah, but it's, it's him playing it. Yeah, right on the side of the ship. Yeah, uh, that one uh, makes me cry every time when they see the jaguar shark or whatever the fuck I would, it is. I was going to bring that up. That the moment the when they're... It's and she's like, are we safe? Are we... S- right. And, and he's like... Oh, I forget. He says no. He basically says no, but I forget his exact words. Yeah. And then like she's like... She holds his hand. Yeah. That and whole... And the Cigarose song comes in. Yes. As they're sitting there and like it just lights up and he starts... They're all crying because like it makes all this shit worth it and you just validated this old man's like sorry existence. It's... Dude, it's so yeah. good. And that no matter what, it's like no matter what, I could be sitting there thinking like, you know this is going to happen. You know it makes you cry. Just think about it now and you'll be fine. No. It doesn't matter. But when you see it, yeah, I know. It's it doesn't matter. And so it gets weaker as a dad. Yeah. 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 Well, she's pregnant. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. Oh. Um, all right, oh, yeah, and the stuff between him and Owen Wilson. Yeah. It's so fucking no, good. Yeah. So but, yeah, 56. <laughs> and I, I don't agree with that at all. No, like I've been surprised. I'm I actually going to the other I'm, way around. With I'm going to make them. a hard ruling and say that's wrong. Okay, that's absolutely okay. wrong. And right. I think that they're giving it that rating because of some of the shit we're going to talk about later. Um, yeah. but that uh, doesn't definitely, definitely. negate the entire thing. Well, that that right. oh, sorry, that was where I was going to come in with the like when they see the jaguar shark like that for like the the combination. I'm not even going to try to Cum- say the accumulation of the whole after I feel like it all fits and it all comes together and you're yeah. like if you don't have like a character arc and a peak and a and like a I'm going to spoil it for you right now it, too yeah. like Owen Wilson I, dies yeah I just in his but, arms as soon as he's like becoming a good dad but that's what like I mean so like if you don't like of course like you got to oh be shitty God. to get better, right? Yeah. So that's I, the whole point. Is I know, he's a piece I, of shit. But that's I, and that we'll talk. I guess we'll talk yeah, about that later. But that's yeah, my argument yeah. for like that. Why it's, it's better? Than well, it's because me and you are both pieces of shit. Yeah, guys. Not in the same way. We're, re- we're, we're, we're pieces polished of shit. turds. We're <laughs> yeah, reformed pieces of shit. Um, right. Next one is Darjeeling Limited in 07. Uh, and this is a very, very, very close second for me. Very, I think very, this very is very probably my second. Like I, this I love this movie. It's your second favorite. Yeah, I think so. Did you say your first yet? No. We okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, What's its rating? Just tell me right off the bat. Sixty-nine percent. Yeah. 
I'm telling I don't you, agree. people. I don't agree. People overlook this one. Like I said, that movie. I, anytime I'll, I get like, like that movie can get like it's not like a, I don't know. It's not like a action I'm movie. Gonna, but that movie could get me. I get like all into that shit. The banter and like it's well. The, also the, the dialogue. Fact that they're the, they're the, on a spiritual quest. And again, a lot of a lot of Wes Anderson's movies. I think if someone was gonna have like uh, an issue with um, feeling like they can't connect to the characters, he takes these super rich people. Right, they're always like rich, entitled fucks. Yeah, and yeah. they're a little crazy because they've been rich for too long. Um, you know, it's like this—the negative effects of rich white syndrome, basically, is like how he decides to write each of his characters. Yeah, but I um, love that they're all, especially in that they're movie, so they're damaged. all, in the, and they're, but they're all so uniquely damaged. Take advantage of the like. Like he, he I don't know. They're all—all all the brothers are so different. They and they're like it's not just they're like all another. like. They're not like Trump kids. So I don't know if I knew this before I saw the movie, but um, once I found this out, what I'm about to tell you, and then <laughs> and then seeing the movie afterwards uh, really changed it for me too. So Owen Wilson, we talked about him, right? Yeah. He, uh, him and uh, Wes Anderson met in college, 89. Owen Wilson has not only like starred in a lot of his movies, but there's some of them that he's written with him, right? And I don't remember the exact date, but if you remember, Owen Wilson tried to kill himself. Yeah. It was before the making of this movie. And in the movie, his oh, really? character yeah. tries to kill himself. Yeah, he's all, that's, but that's the whole thing. But he's, he's lying about the whole yeah. time. But the whole premise of the movie is that he tried to kill himself, and now he's forcing his brothers, which I, I don't know if he has two brothers. And we know about Luke. No, he does. He does have another brother. So yeah. I think that this was, a a very, like this was a very like Owen Wilson therapy therapeutic Maybe. art project right yeah uh, this is just me guessing in my own but it's he fucking tried to kill himself i don't know how much longer it this it took for this movie to be written and made i don't know uh, uh, and that that's the whole fucking pre right and through that lens just feeling like this is i i felt like he's probably acting as himself and like this is the most like, i could see that authentic though. kind of yeah. fucking presentation you're getting of him and the whole spiritual journey and the way it like comes around in the end and, and i was going to say before when they meet their mom right at the convent uh somewhere they're at that fucking church they eventually meet her and they're playing that stone song don't play with me or because you're playing, yeah because yeah, you're yeah, playing okay, with yeah. fire and they're just doing the slow motion close-ups of everybody's face but yeah the like cut, it's I, I, he does it's so fucking powerful it's that whole so movie, powerful. but that's why and, I give that movie. And, and then you throw that added, like, more than, you know, would they piece give of it knowledge. 69? In. No, I, dude. Again, emotionally, I feel like that movie, like, the brother, I I, I don't know why I hang on the, the sibling relationship. Like, yeah. that, like, I, they're. I know, because neither, one, so of us, neither one of us have ever had, like, no, but they're also we don't have brothers. Up. No. You've never had a brother. No. But, uh,. They're also like I don't know. They're so unique. They're so fucked up, like, and they've and they've been treating each other poorly for years, and yet they're still so loyal to each yeah, other. Yeah, like it's right? just like they it's, they like yeah, like instead of like having to be together, like they're of course they're brothers, and like yeah. I guess maybe I yearn for family bonding. Yeah, right. Lacking of yeah. the yeah, and the whole quest like is understanding their, the quest regarding is to the find faults. their mother yeah. right and all this shit. Like you're you're still like a complete fucking schmuck, and if you were any other human being, I would not even talk to you. And but you're my brother, so I ha I love you, and like it's true, but I'm not just saying that. Right, but I, dude, it's so. How much time do you have? What's that <laughs> for me to, to sit on this couch and uh, vent my family issues to you? Uh, well. 
We're beta brothers. Yeah. Beta oh. blood bonding. We're, and we're bonding on air <laughs> right now. It's it's totes adorbs. Um, Slow pan out. <laughs> right? Music. Can you hear me blushing? And then you're in your ball gown still, and I'm in my suit, yeah. and we're just dancing as it like, slowly it's turning pans slowly. Out. Yeah. Uh, some, some Rolling Stones song. I get the playing. little birds back to take my train <laughs> around as we spin. Yeah. And it just creates this big, like, visual circle of birds <laughs> and the flowers start fall. Yeah. Yeah. This is happening. Exactly. We're, we're going to do We're going to make a Wes Anderson beta <laughs> fish love s- love scene? No. Well, ro- romantic dance I, scene. I hope I still fit in this gown by then. <laughs> yeah, now we got to spring for a fucking gown. Um, also, one of my favorite comedic parts in any of his movies, it's really quick. It makes me feel so stupid that it makes me laugh every time. But right before they go to save the kids who are drowning... Because there's some uh, kids yeah. like playing in the river, they do a quick zoom up thing, and Owen Wilson goes, "Look at these assholes!" <laughs> <laughs> and then they're immediately dying. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, uh, I, I forget, he, I think he like whistles twice or something, like spring into action. But just the real quick, like, "Look at these assholes!" And <laughs> well, there's a lot of that so in good. like my favorite. We'll, we'll get to it. All right, so okay. Uh, fuck, 69. 69. Come on, people. Go on Rotten Tomatoes 69, and yeah. watch Darjeeling Limited. Don't watch it. Just go and say it's great. We'll rate give, it first give it and then watch it. Yeah, yeah, and then go back and watch it and give it. But it's hard to, it is hard to find Wes Anderson movies. I wanted to bring that up. Dude, like, they don't. On, like, streaming, I had to pay quote, unquote, $3 yeah. to Amazon Prime last night yeah. to watch Grand Budapest because yeah. I didn't want to do all the work that might be involved in like finding it for free somewhere no. yeah no I, I feel you because I, I it's not streaming anywhere they're not streaming anywhere nowhere it sucks you could rent them like you said like buy his or box buy set if there is one on DVD but like I, I Yo, for some DVD reason players. I feel like his movie should be on vinyl <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right uh, like you should be able to listen to Wes they? Anderson movies on a uh, record Scandisk no what were those fucking the things discs? called those the giant fucking, laser discs they were the silver movies the CDs, but yeah. enormous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Scandisk, they were laser discs. Laser, di- laser discs, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but they were fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. O- that only platform you could get it on. No, like you need a projector. It has to be on film. Projector, definitely. You, you need real, well, real. You need a reel to reel. You need a a basement with like lazy boys or no, no. For his movies, like hard old hard old wood chairs. Yeah, like what we're sitting in right now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. This is a very Wes Anderson chair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you got next? 2009, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I love this movie. It's not love my it. favorite, but I love, love this it. movie. Love it. This whole fucking movie uh, is great. Clooney. Clooney. F- uh, as my friend Mike would call him, Clooney. Clooney. Meryl <laughs> yeah. Streep. Yeah. Yeah. Monster cast, always. And, like, this is... Um, but I always hear that she's bully. also difficult. I'm sure. Like, so, again... Once you get... Once you're considered, like, the easy. best actor of all time, how are you not... <laughs> You know, because she's incredible all the time. I, Edward Norton is incredible all the time. It, like, it's so so you okay? Of course, it would so go you're, to your you're head. You're the best actor of all time. Yeah. Are you a dick? <laughs> I'll tell you this: I don't want my green M and M's touching my brown M and M's. What if the fucking <laughs> what if the boom mic gets gets in your scene or some shit like that? Or, oh, you're, that. or you're talking in the background. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> then that guy has to forfeit his firstborn child. Or get a, off. Are the you set. not a professional? Are we not professionals? No. Was no. that Christian Bale yeah. or Russell Crowe? <laughs> Christian Cause Bale. Because Russell Crowe, too, I, I think punched like a cameraman. I or think some his. Shit. Oh, no. I think I thought his was the mic guy. I don't know. I think Christian Bale was the guy like talking. There was a guy like talking. 
and he goes like, I'm doing my shit, and you're talking. He's like, are you not a fucking professional? I think that and was. He's like, where we get this fucking guy? I think that was on Terminator. I think was that what it was? I, I don't so. know. Yeah, I just remember I heard there like some problems. I remember Russell Crowe. I don't know what it was, but he was like, he's notoriously fucking angry all the time. But that's where I, I mean, like, where like I have an inner asshole because like part of me is like, this is the funniest shit I've ever heard, and then the other part's like, no person should ever be talked to like that at work. Yeah, but uh, of course, <laughs> but if you like were, the I'm power glad dynamic is such. But I think that when you're that, uh, and you got to remember, these people are like accosted all the time when you're famous. So by the time they get on set, they're probably just like, leave me the f- everyone shut the fuck up. Let me make my magic that the whole world agrees is magical because I'm a magical fucking person. I, mean, I don't know. Well, Christian kinda, Bale goes it has to out. go to your head. Yeah. It has to go to your head. Yeah, even the probably, best, he's probably even hungry. It's probably one of his like scenes where he, like movies where he like lost <laughs> four hundred pounds he's probably and dying. <laughs> right. Yeah. That method actor bullshit. Oh yeah, that's nuts. I just want to lose like ten pounds. <laughs> and I can't do that. I can't. It can't, it can't happen. Nope. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is so fucking good. And it's not... I don't know if he was trying to make a kid's movie. Um, what we were saying before, like it definitely appeals more to children than any of his other movies. Um, it's also animated. Yeah, yeah. But it, there's like a sweetness and like n- less... There's no cursing because yeah. like, they say no, cuss it, it is. It's and all that. Um, but... More God, moral and all that. But uh, So good. And visually... Fucking incredible, yeah! Fucking incredible. A lot of stuff I don't, did in I that. don't know, and we should have looked this up. Like the actual, did he really use the classic stop motion? Stop technique motion for that movie. So that must have taken a million years. So box trolls. I don't know if you know anything about them. They do some cool animation for like other shit. Okay, like that. Layla, Layla watches. Uh-huh. Uh, it took one week to complete one to two minutes of footage. Oh my. god. God. The runtime for the movie is one hour and 40 minutes. So that's 60 plus 40 is 100. Yeah. So you're talking either 100 or 200 weeks. Weeks, yeah. Depending on if you, if you do two or the whole time. 100 weeks would be two years. That's, yeah. So between two and three years probably. That's insane. Um, another little fun <sighs> tidbit. Uh, and we're, we're It re- took seven months to make the first perfected Oh, actual, Mr. Fox um, puppet, just his one puppet, and he had over five hundred. He had five hundred and thirty-five Mr. Fox puppets. And here's the thing: uh, Darjeeling is oh seven, Mr. Fox is oh nine. So he had to be working on Fox. Oh yeah, I'm sure they were in the back. Box well, trolls was probably like, while Darjeeling is. They going were probably on. making all the stuff by then. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, but that's insane. Like, can you imagine that? Like, we were talking the other day about how like I don't even have patience to fold up my daughter's bouncy house appropriately to get it back in the box, Yo. which it can fit in because it came in that it box. It came in it, but I don't it have can time fit for that shit. It. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Right, but like I could probably spend 10 more minutes on it. Probably, and take a few deep breaths. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. This guy would move a fox a millimeter an hour so and call it a good day. You know what? Something also that stands day. out. Um you know how like in even in Isle of Dogs when the when the puppets are there like their fur moves, uh-huh. like it looks like it either it's windblown or they're standing still and you actually see it. Yeah. So he insists on using real fur on the puppets. Uh huh. So it's every time the fur moving is just the different fingerprints that the position people have left. And it just makes it look it like just makes natural it look like that. wind and yeah. motion and so stuff. So he's had like people like uh, animation people I'm gonna call them uh-huh. um like 
request to use like synthetic fur so you don't see that and he requests for actual fur there's little little decisions and like I that. think he's always right no 100 percent. you know like yeah, i feel like that makes a difference like that whole is, visual of like the little t- 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 and and i think this is why and we're gonna say it again when we go through the whole cast list but this is why you can get monster actors to work for you you make great when decisions. You are, when, well, when you're that caliber, who doesn't want to say they were in, in one of these movies? So everyone right? agrees. Everyone agrees because we're at 93% with Fox. With Mr. Fantas- uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. Uh, um, 2012 is Moonrise Kingdom. That's my number one. That's your favorite. Moonrise Kingdom is my. It's, it's probably up there for like all time movies. Like that movie is fucking really? amazing. Like that whole. Great movie. He flew the coop. Like that whole shit. Like that. <laughs> How serious Ed Norton is about like, and like, I yeah, guess also Ed, what it is, it's it's striking because like all these kids are doing really dangerous. Like that first scene when you meet Ed Norton, the kids are doing the crazy shit. Yeah. And the adults <laughs> are children. The and adults he's like, are all children. And he's like, wait, what is he doing? Oh, he's like trying to get like rats out of the ground or something. He's like, I'm, pe-, but he's got like flammable he like, shit. Wait, he's giving like, the kid he, like dynamite. He, yeah, but yeah. he's like, he's like spot check. <laughs> he comes over. He's like, but he's like the, the treehouse. He's like, what's all this wood for? <laughs> but again, the dialogue, the like, yeah. the tit for tat, like, there's no like pauses. And, and he's like, we're trying to build a treehouse. He's like, where? Up there. <laughs> he's like, that's too high. Anyone who falls from there is certainly gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just the kids are God, like whoever he found. They're right on point. Yeah, it's and they respond well fast. to it. Yeah, yeah very like, intelligent. That whole um, that movie. Those two main movies. characters, uh, the boy and the girl, were incredible. Yeah. He's, um, like well beyond their age, yeah. Again, and that's I, supposed to, I think, take place in like the fifties or sixties, something like that. Yeah, it's another one that's because like you have the Bob yeah. Balaban guy as the narrator who's like on the beach. Yeah, every time it's like <laughs> about to be a storm. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that movie. That movie. Um, so, what did that get? That got ninety three. Wow. Which I was surprised about because I thought it would get less than that. I, I would think a lot of people didn't even see that movie. Here's my question, yeah. and I don't know, but just in my head, I'm wondering. Is he now, and especially with Fantastic Mr. Fox, is he now just becoming more popular and people are like, Absolutely. I want to see that movie. So Absolutely. you have more people who are just already into that. You know, yeah. like Royal Tenenbaums was the first time you ever kind of showed up with that shit. And again, like I feel, again, Royal Tenenbaums, like you feel like you're very, you're, it's a much smaller audience of people that are going to fully appreciate the, the overall of that yeah. movie. I feel like that you can pick apart people that would like different parts of it. But I, I when you talk, again, that's why I'm surprised. I didn't think a Moonrise you see Kingdom Moonrise would land Kingdom, like, like at a 93. percent 93. I didn't, I wouldn't think so. No, nah, well, there's no reason for it not to. I, I'm super biased. I want all his movies over 90. And I wonder how much has to do with cast, like having Ed Norton and yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, but wasn't a joke either. I mean, that was a huge which one cast. Tenenbaums. Yeah, but I guess at the time Ackman, too. Murray, Paltrow, Stiller, Owen Wilson, Luke. But Wilson. Stiller at the time wasn't what Stiller is ten uh, years later. I don't know. I don't know about that. Meet the Parents is right around this time. Stiller's, yeah, I guess. Stiller's been Stiller for I a guess, very yeah. long. No, Stiller's been Stiller since like the fucking. I always 90s, think that man. movie's older than it is. I guess too. It's no. It's because he's been. He's not been that long ago. Well, it's serious. Fucking long time ago, uh, you know, act like no. You're right. You're the right. A lister since like right. the nineties. Um, no, but uh, what I would think is like when you then turn around and go back through his filmography and be like, oh shit, Royal Tenenbaums. This no. is very, yeah. Especially these generations don't go backwards. These fucking this, kids. These kids don't go backwards. The fucking young Gen Z. 
So yeah, so Catching again, Z's, so I was surprised. sleeping on good movies. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But please listen or, to our podcast yeah. at the <laughs> underscore beta underscore den Instagram, Instagram. stuff. Uh, uh, what do we got next? Oh, I mean, 2014, the Grand Budapest Hotel. 92 percent throwing that straight out because that's less <laughs> than mo- that fucking throws that blows my mind. Again, because I think it's a little more heady and sophisticated. You know, like it's. Well, at the same time, it was, it was very comical, great. but and Ralph Fiennes is yeah, a but it's powerhouse. A, you have to put up with a lot of dialogue and stuff for the comedy to land. Like it, it really takes a lot. You, that's not a movie of a short attention span where you're going to turn it on and laugh. I think I think unfortunately, more cerebral stuff, things that inquire a little bit more thinking and a little less seeing, are always going to rate a little lower than they yeah. should. I right. just figured that it's, everything is so nice in, <laughs> in that it's, movie. Well, he presents it so, so fucking beautiful. And it's quick. That movie moves, it even move. though it's, uh, it I've, I don't know how long well, it is. Well, you know what? Also, I wanted to bring that up. Like, as far as, like, pacing, mm-hmm. his choice to always use the, whether it's the chapter, the week, that, like, scene where it, like. The that, break. I love the chapters. That always allows me to, like. Chapters. It allows you to compartmentalize the movie, and and I, that's why I think it feels like sometimes it's moving because you're yeah. putting parts away. Well, you're he's not, also telling you like this part means this exactly. This so you're part not means this as where I feel yeah. like a lot of movies now, especially, are so convoluted in the beginning because they want people to be like, what's going? Especially TV and stuff. They're going for that lost effect. Yeah, they're right? like, and, and here, we'll, let me introduce a character, not say anything else about it. And as much like, as I loved Lost, at the end of the day, people were disappointed with Lost because it was a lot of questions about nothing that went nowhere. Whereas, like, bullshit. Wes Anderson is like, no, this is my product. This is my message. This is the fucking package. And here is it every step of the way. And I think that that speaks to it also, that he doesn't need to fucking hide anything. Yeah. It's like, this is what I'm giving you. And, uh, and so this is it, what you're supposed to see here. This is what you're supposed to maybe feel here. Exactly. And and the, it, but it again, the color in Grand it's like Budapest, he's, you're like, he's right. It's so easy to understand. Like, so you're given the chapters, right? Or it's not really chapters. It's more like time well, settings uh, in Grand the, Budapest. I was going to say that I uh, really like the time settings. But then the colors reflect like the overall like meaning of like the hotel well so so uh when they're going back in the different generations of yeah it, so in I the loved 30s how the it's 85 like, or the 1968 when jude law is there that's like run down and shitty yeah and then to use everything exactly the same in the 30s which it's beautiful and I wonder if they filmed it opposite, like they had it beautiful first and then they fucked everything up to film the later stuff. I don't know. Who knows? Um, or just completely different sets. I wonder. Yeah. We were talking about that too. Like most, of, a lot of that shit must have been filmed in European palaces and stuff. I know a lot of it's like a it's set too. Some of it, like a lot really? of like the back, like the close-ups and scenes and like yeah. the rooms and shit are, are sets. Of the actual hotel. Yeah. Like they build, construct big ass fucking sets. I'm sure he gets all the fucking money he wants yeah. now. And that but, was um, his first movie with... Fox Searchlight Pictures as the, whatever, distributor production hmm. company. So, I mean, um, not that he's ever had. He went from Sony to Buena Vista to Fox to 20th Century. Fe- like, so he's always been yeah. in these big studios. Give me um, money, I'll make a movie. Yeah. Um, what'd you say, 92? Yeah. It's a great fucking movie. Just movie. watched it last night. And but then, again, I would just think like the Harvey audience Keitel was showing bigger. up as the, you know, just like for the one like or two prison scenes. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shirt. He's just sitting there. All the funny tattoos on him. Which <laughs> Dude, I just like I, stick man tattoos. I hope I look like that when I'm however old right? he is. Because he I was know. like... I thought the one thing that they they obviously used like a bald cap on him, yeah, <laughs> and made him look like an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, who else? I mean, def- when they the that Defoe scene, is great in that when he takes off Goldblum's fingers. fingers yes, oh I was my gonna say God. my favorite. I think my favorite <laughs> scene of that movie is when Globe Goldblum gets on the well. There's two when Goldblum gets on the bus. And he and pulls down he, the curtain. And you see the reflection yeah. of him on the thing. And, and, then, he lifts it, but and then he lifts it yep. up and he looks at him. Yeah, dude. And then the other scene. And then, but he holds up the cat. Yeah, he, <laughs> he holds up the, the dead ba- cat in the, the bag. bag. Uh, well, is the, when he's the, sitting at the desk the and the guy throws the it window away. Scene. He goes, did he just throw my cat out the window? And the sister's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Like, he clearly just goes, he's, I don't know what he says, but he's like, we'll be back. <laughs> and, then he's, <laughs> and then the guy's at the bottom and look at the cat. Just, <laughs> and that is a claymation, totally like yeah. one of those claymation. Then, oh, that's Like the splattered so cat on the thing. It's and then he, then they, they show the scene where he has to sign it out at the front <laughs> desk. Like his fucking dead cat in the garbage bag. That, that, <laughs> I think him, like his reaction... To the cat going out, like he doesn't say anything immediately. No, no. He doesn't react, and like <laughs> his well, sisters are just like, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't who, know who, what, who, what? A cat He's window. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's kind of a Wes Anderson style too. Is that like these outlandish things will happen, and they're just like kind of the normal. Hardly a reaction. Yeah. yeah, right. Love it. Um, that, that's awesome. Hey, look at these assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, great movie. All right, so that was 2014. 2018 was Isle of Dogs, which, dude, he, I mean, he stepped up the animation. He stepped – he made that for adults, I yeah, feel like. that whole – I um, like the whole – And uh, I thought he was very – and I hope, I hope that he was very sincere and authentic to that Japanese style and culture and aesthetic, I, you know, because, like, it's, it just seems so, again, like, authentic. It, it seems it, yeah. I just, I don't know that this. I just I just saw that, so I haven't fully okay. digested that like many times over. The main bad uh, guy um, who loves the cats, like his body shape. Yeah. When he like gets out, I think he gets out of like a hot tub. He looks one like point. one of the gorilla rapper uh, animation. Yeah, because his, like, his legs like, are just legs. not even uh, toothpicks, and the rest of his body is just this like enormous thing. And then the um. Is that, no, they're talking the about like butler? the general guy. Yeah, I'm talking about the butler. The butler's creepy as fuck. The butler's creepy no, as fuck. But what's cool is like uh, I love, too, that it's like only the dogs speak English. Yeah. but Unle- I, Unless someone actually speaks English. Yeah, yeah like, And he beginning. gives you the breakdown. Like, most people are speaking Japanese. Yeah. And that'll be subtitles. He's like, unless, but whatever. But like all the dogs, dogs are actually barking. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are actually <laughs> but barking. But it's all been like, translated. Right. So, like, the dogs are what you can understand. But again, um, and the, the little Japanese kid, even though he like, there's so much emotion from this claymation Japanese oh, child yeah. who says like one or two lines at most. You know what I mean? Like, because no, he's like he, talking he to the dogs, so, like, no. and I forget, you know. But even the girl, the reporter, the girl, which is Greta, um, shit, um, she's from that. No, yeah, yeah, not. she's no. no Greta Gerwig. <laughs> she's from that movie Greenberg with Ben Stiller. Um, I want to say Greta. Oh my Gerwig. God, I haven't thought of that movie in a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, fuck. I, I think know. that's her name. Uh, I hope. Um, but if, if we're wrong, we'll correct it on the. Uh, well, I, we'll probably go through the list here soon. Um, but yeah, that and. But again, uh, the cast. Well, oh, oh, the no, no, no. Fran- you're thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of the student. You're thinking of Francis McDormand. 
Frances McDormand. She was like the the, the no, she's the translator, um, isn't she? she the, right. Well, she's like the news reporter. No, the one with the with the afro and the freckles. The, okay, no, that was yeah, Greta yeah. Gerwig. The, right, the, the investigator, was, or yeah, whatever she's doing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The but exchange like, student. She's like, darn, I think I love him, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think I like him, or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. That again, the that movie, pacing wise, mm-hmm. I thought was really better than some of the other and movies. And like suspenseful. Yeah, Even though you're watching Claymation. Like, um, that like old school uh, scroll. Fucking Breaking Bad. What's his name? Oh, my God. Uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. As the main guy. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. But again, like, Ed what, Norton, is, what is that lineup? It's Ed Norton, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Cranston, and the, is that Bob Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's as the, the little sport dog. Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. She's right. Greta she's Gerwig. It was Greta um, Gerwig, yeah. Oh, Bob. Balaban. Balaban. Yeah. Um. Him in uh, Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom, Kingdom. Is, yeah. is some of the best. <laughs> but again, that symmetrical, he's so still. And he's so serious. His delivery, yeah, it was yeah. so stoic. And he's uh-huh. just, uh, that, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, no, oh, Tilda Swanson, again, in you know, a ton of the movies, Dude, Grand Budapest. Yeah, yeah. But I have uh, a list here of returning, of recurring collaborators for once we get through Frances this list. Frances McDormand, uh, she's one of my favorite actresses. Um, so what, what, did, um, what did I'll get? Uh, hold on one moment. I'm, I'm yeah. deep. I'm deep into Isle Dog yeah. now. Lee is actually uh, recording and producing at the same time. Ninety percent. Apt. Yeah. Extremely apt. I, I like just that. think that they all deserve a ninety. Or above. At least a ninety. So is that is that our both our last current? Scene well, so movie? there's apparently the French Dispatch. It says 2021. I've not seen it. I didn't know. I. Thought that I had heard that it got pushed back because of COVID, because he's a he's very much a. You know, you've heard like Spielberg, I think, talk about this too. Like, um, he would not want his shit released to streaming. He yeah. is very much going to be a see my movie in the theater kind of guy. Well, I think also just because he's like a traditional filmmaker. Yeah, I think it's like more of a you know uh, who would have art it? process than a or where I'd want to see it is the Colonial Theater. Yes, right here. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. That's where you're supposed to see his movies. Yeah, little little theaters, little yeah. local, theaters. little independent, restored. Yeah, yo, keep historical lo- keep local theaters. theaters alive. Yeah, that's our recommendation for this episode: is the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville. Nice, and uh, just your local local theater. Yeah, if you have a place that's not like an AMC or like a whatever, like yeah, Cinem- small well, independence well, Cinematech. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even it know felt anymore. right. Uh, it's been a while since I've been in a movie theater. Um, um, we saw Empire Strikes Back at the Colonial. Yeah, that'd be dope. And to see that in a theater was fucking dope. awesome. Yeah, they do cool, cool shit over there. All and time. they took over the bank that's right next door. Yeah, so they expanded so more the theaters into room. there. Yeah, nice. um, but the Colonial in Phoenixville was the uh, site where they filmed the blob from the movie The Blob with um, what's that guy's name? Uh, we'll I'll think of that in a second. But um. He, where the blob is coming out of the theater and everybody like comes through the screen and then through the theater. And, and they run out of away. the theater. Yeah, that's um, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Um, that's the theater that they f- film that at. So every year before COVID, at least there's Blob Fest here and you would do a running out of the theater. Yeah, they did reenact it. I think yeah. they did it this year, I think. Did they do I it? I think they did it, obviously, with precautions. Right. All that stuff. Right. They didn't do the Blob Fest, like the weekend no, of. No. They, they did it virtually, so you right. can, whatever. But but yeah, that's a good, good time. Shit. Very cool. And it's like old those old theaters where they also had and sometimes still have, like, you could also have, like, live acts. There's, like, a stage yeah, in yeah, front of the yeah, screen. It's like a, it's like a 
movie house. The good old Opry. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So, yeah. We old. Um, okay. Before we get into the film... The film folks, the actors, the, <laughs> um, the filmmaking folks. Should we rate this wine and maybe uh, take a quick bathroom break? Sure. Well, Very cool. Yeah. So why don't we do that? I'm going to pause this real quick, and then we'll come back with a rating. Mm. All right, what and we're back. We Lee, that's me. Beta fish, wine. Beta fish can't survive in wine, <laughs> or can they? Yeah. How's it treating you? It's treating me good, but a nice red. Usually treats me good because you know how I feel about those uh, those whites. What do you uh, <laughs> What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. Just you know that white wine doesn't uh, always treat me so. Yeah, nice. Lee doesn't care for the whites. No, no. It's amazing I get through the front door. Yeah, with a bottle of white <clears throat> <laughs> and <laughs> a bottle of red. I was man. Wish we had the uh, the rights to some Billy. Yeah, I know. I didn't even think we could say his name. Out of the way. Nope. You got to say it differently. Bottle <laughs> <laughs> Looking so bright. <laughs> uh, bright was not the word I thought of. <laughs> um, uh, how many beta fish? I'm going to get right to this. I'm going to throw it right out. We're not going to bullshit. Be real no. tight. <laughs> that was the word. <laughs> uh, I'll bang you anytime you want. I'm going to go with a. 2.5 a Chinese restaurant uh 2.5 really yeah oh it's good why you say that it's a little too heavy on the berries for me mm. I like a little bit of a of a of a drier not so sweet but okay uh, I hear that I do like I the finish that. the finish is nice and dry like I like I like I like I said I like my my white wine like I like that <laughs> I'm gonna uh, come. I'm going four, dude. Okay, I'm going four beta fish. This is a quality wine for me. Um, I like the berry blast. The berry blast, yeah. Berry flavor. It's in your not mouth. like artificially sweet. It's just like berries no, up you front. Just, just, yeah, it is. Um, and it does it's berry heavy. <laughs> start to <laughs> berry heavy, man. Um, I'm buried. Um. Four but it does like start to dry off at the end. Yeah. Not too much. No. I uh, so I like the finish. But yeah. like it's it's very heavy. You don't front. like the front. No. You don't like the start. Nope. Yeah. But I am an ass man, so I usually like the backside. Wine, women. Yeah. Give me that ass. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a little bit left in your glass at the end of the night and you're like, I don't want to just drink Leo drink it. Yeah, that's me. De- yeah. Definitely not. Don't do that. Yeah. But that ass Throw in that my shit mouth. Out. Um, and use a fucking coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking civilized. Because this country. is Wes Anderson. Yeah. It's a Wes Anderson movie. We don't leave rings. Unless it was deliberate. Unless you're meant to. Mm. Yeah. That's why Owen Wilson and Loki was so happy to be leaving uh, the cocktail <laughs> rings <laughs> behind. Because Wes Anderson never lets him do it. Well, I, I was going to... Uh, I was going to compare because uh, do, I don't know if we talked about that here or What's that? in our real lives. Like how Owen Wilson and that, like that's one of my favorite Owen Wilsons. He's great in that. In Loki. Um, well, he's almost. But I feel like the only other place he's like that is. Well, I was going to say because he, he's almost like being himself. Yeah. In Loki, he's not. I forget what his character's name is. Um, Morbius. 
Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. In no way, shape, or form is he a Morbius to me. He's he's um, Owen Wilson. No, no, I'm not saying you're no, wrong. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying, saying that like he's just he's Owen Wilson. Morbius like they should have just called him Owen. Owen Wilson. They should have had Owen Wilson, the actor, playing yeah, Owen Wilson, the actor, being like, "Yeah, I'm a time cop." Yeah. Whoa. You know. This, this is this is my version of me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. It's this totally is my like variant. Variant Owen Wilson is a time. It's completely that they were. They literally thought, "Let's we need to pluck a Wes Anderson character and place him in a Marvel." But we we talked about the set too of like the TVA is very the colors, the patterns. It's it's very purposeful. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I love that aesthetic too. That like 1950s, but Wes Anderson futuristic. um, Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's weird. It's not steampunk because well, it's not, not that far back. Loki had more of a almost steampunk, almost like Fallout. I was gonna say Fallout, um, like retro. It's not the same time period type look that Wes Anderson is going for, but it's similar in that it is capturing a specific like you know like 1950s uh, as a very well. Again, the set has a fe- unique wherever it's set, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really good While at blurring like the lines of time, in. which is yeah. what it's supposed to do, which a lot of times Wes does. Um, all right, so I got a I got a list here of like uh, recurring collaborators. Um, oh, you're right. The other guy's name is Andrew. I was going to say uh, recurring actors, including the Wilson brothers, Owen, Luke, and Andrew. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah. Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Angelica Houston, Wallace Waladarsky. Who's Waladarsky? I don't know him. Willem Dafoe, Francis McDormand, Edward Norton, Kumar Palana. Yep. Um, Bob Balaban, Adrian Brody, and Tilda Swinton. Is Kumar Goldblum? Palana, is he? Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Did I say Goldblum? I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't hear it. I don't think I heard it. But yeah, but he should definitely include in that too. Goldblum's in there for sure. Um, Kumar, he's the guy in Darjeeling Limited who plays like the um the con- not the conductor, but he he's like the he's the one that yells at them and like kicks them off the train, right? Is the it, dude whose girlfriend, he, the dude whose girlfriend, what's his name wants, or is he the older man, or is he the old man that plays like Gene Hackman's? That, uh, I, th- I think he's buddy. the buddy. Oh, is he the owner of the hotel in Grand Budapest? The ki- is no, he that's zero F. Grown Murray. Up? That's F. Murray Abraham. Okay, and he was a one-off so far. Oh, really? Yeah, he's only been in that movie. No, do you remember from the Tenenbaums? I forget what he calls him, Kesh something. But uh, Gene Hackman has this like short Indian guy who who ends oh, up stabbing oh, him. Yes, the guy yeah, ends yes, up stabbing yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's know, like been there like head butler. The he's whole in time. multiple things. He's in else? a few. Yeah. So what it, else was he in? In Digirling Limited. You so said? so there's two guys. There's Deepak and Kumar. Both last names Palana. I wonder if they're related. But Bottle Rocket Rushmore Royal Ten. Oh yeah yeah no no yeah yeah um he. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, no, he's in a lot of. Sh- he's in uh, the Terminal. And uh, Christy hates that fucking movie. With uh, Kumar is the older guy. He's uh, the he's the old guy who plays. Yeah, this, uh, yeah. Um, he's uh the janitor in the terminal with uh Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks. I don't think I've seen that. That's where he gets, like, he like gets mad at him and shit for using his mop. That's where he gets stuck in the yeah, yeah. airport because his country doesn't exist it's anymore. The dumbest it? fucking movie. I, I love it. Uh, I don't know why I love that movie. Um, I'm typically a Tom Hanks guy. Uh. It's just again, it's shot well. That movie, for whatever reason, I, I yeah. enjoy uh, and paced well. But yeah, no, I know that's the guy you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um, Adrian Brody, he popped up in the Darjeeling Limited, which I tell did you, did like, a number. He did that. I don't like him in a Fox, lot of stuff. Budapest, Dogs, French Dispatch, which apparently is out. 
Um, this is already listing something as an untitled film that he's working on yeah, now. No, apparently, Brody's going to be in it. I think um, Bill Murray, as soon as he showed up, and I think he's the only one, Second even movie. including Owen Wilson. So he's been quoted to say, like, Bill Murray is in every movie he's an automatic since yes. Rushmore. If yeah. if Wes Anderson calls him, he just says yes. Right. He's been he like he literally said that. So I love. Can that. you imagine that? Like I love seeing. You just it. have like Bill Murray on constant retainer for. Yeah. Oh, and he, uh, I think he paid for a helicopter for, uh, I think some of the shooting in Life Aquatic. Okay. So they could get that done, some of the filming with a helicopter. Uh huh. Like he's just there. He's just there for it. Like, oh, you need money? Yeah, cool. Oh, you need a head, uh, head actor? Cool. I'm there. Oh, like, oh, that Bill Murray is buying shit. Like, yeah, he bought thing. he yeah, like yeah, bought yeah. a helicopter time for like shooting. Nice. Like for the movie. That's awesome. Like, That's cool. very cool. Yeah, and you know, again, I keep saying it, but it just speaks to how. Um, talented Wes Anderson is that all these actors are like not only will I always be in it because um, I saw that Bill Murray and I don't know if he had seen Bottle Rock and just loved it or if this is what I was talking about where he was kind of at a point in his career where it was a little bit maybe could have started falling off yeah. he took $9,000 for Rushmore $9,000 yeah like which yeah, in, like which in Bill he, Murray like, life is nothing. Is it a favor and, versus he just needed nine thousand dollars at the time <laughs> yo, of his life? I really hope that it's like he had some real bad debts, <laughs> gambling debts. He had some loan sharks. He's, he's like he, just had to put nine grand nine away. Grand just right give now. me nine grand, Wes. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, and then that like catapulted his career back to being, uh, you know, the legendary Bill Murray. Um, but yeah, you, that, and that's not not unique to him. I heard um, Judd. No, not Judd. Um, I was going to say uh, Jonah Hill took a huge pay cut to be in Wolf on Wall Street just to work with Scorsese. Yeah, I, mean, I can see yeah. that. I you know, it's like that. that kind of thing. I can thing. see that. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're an actor, like I'm not an actor Scorsese like, says, like, yeah. hey, I want you to – Or like uh, Tarantino yeah. calls you and I will like, pay you yeah, yeah. to put me in okay. this fucking movie. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like, um, Jeff Goldblum is uh, one of the heavier hitters. Um, but Adrian Brody, since Darjeeling – Pretty much there besides Moonrise. Um, I feel like that's the only place where I like him, though. Is he was? A, I mean, he was good in um, what's it called? I mean, he's good in The Pianist, and he was good in whatever. But yeah, I I can't, I can't say, say I that I really like watch Adrian Brody movies. I just think I like what was it? He was in one of those like Predator movies, like the that. newer one, yeah, right? Like you can't. Do but this so was guy. the kid from that '70s show, wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the people in that new Predator? Yes, yes. He was like one of the doctors or something, wasn't he? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah he's, he's maybe coming around. I don't know. Um, Harvey Keitel's been in a few. Francis McDormand, Bill Murray, obviously. Uh, Ed Norton, he's got four. Four in a row. What other ones do you have? It was listed? Moonrise, Budapest, yeah. Isle of Dogs, French Dispatch. Oh, French Dispatch. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't look like he's in the new one. Um, Leave Schreiber showed up for Isle of Dogs and then made it to French Dispatch and made it to this new one. So it all also seems like he kind of like falls in love with certain actors. You know what I mean? Like he gets him in a movie and it's like, okay, I need to use this guy like yeah, five more times. Yeah, I wonder how much. Like, yeah, like if like you're just comfortable and everyone understands the, and if it's such a strict thing, and if you know those actors that could pull it off, it almost doesn't matter that like your status. Well, I wonder, too, is it that he's in a certain – because as – and I hate to use personal experience here because I'm nowhere near as talented as anybody, but um, writing songs, you grow, right? Yeah. So a specific 
mu other musicians would make sense for whatever project you're trying to do right now. So is it like as he's growing, does he then find someone who's like, shit, you're going to fit like my next three projects? But then well, he kind sure, like, of like I'm sure of it a lot. It's like that, like who you come across, and then you kind of just absorb them. But then does he grow out of it? Because Luke memory. Wilson was one, two, three, and we haven't seen Wil Luke Wilson since the Royal Tenenbaums. And to me, that's a little weird because he's you like know Owen Wilson's all over the place. Yeah, but Luke Wilson has done a lot in general. He right? just kind of seemed to personally fall. Well, he's not as I don't know. I don't want to say not as talented, but he just like he doesn't. He's just like the straight guy. Like he's, he's just hard the very to like. Vary. Yeah, he's, he's great in old school because he's supposed to be this just kind of like normal, quiet guy. Or you know? he's just but like the lovable idiot. Like right, he's, it, idiocracy, old school. Yeah, but he's not like dynamic. But in Royal Tenenbaums, so why he's, is it a, that he's like, a great character. Like so, his, why is it that like a guy like that can't? But his brother is just like a cheaper version of Matthew McConaughey, and everyone's right. okay with that. I think that's why. Like. He comes off as like, but why is that like? Uh, I could only like be a burner, surfer well, guy. Luke doesn't give as much on screen. He's he's okay. a little more like I deadpan, like, a little I like straight Owen ahead. Wilson in uh, the Night at the Museum movies. Do you? Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> I really like um, the miniature cowboy. I really like Starsky and Hutch, Ben Stiller and yeah. Owen Wilson. And Again, it's, that's one it's of those not a good movie. I've just seen pieces of. It's not good. I can't imagine. Uh, it but being, there's some but really funny parts, and I just really like them. Because I think Ben Stiller is a funny dude. Like, I just think being in the presence of Ben Stiller makes you Well, funnier. I like when Stiller's doing a specific character. When he's not just trying to be, like, regular Ben Stiller, like, in a romance, like a rom-com. I like him when he's playing Starsky or when he's playing um, fucking dodgeball, like, whatever yes. that guy is. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 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 when, when he's, he's doing a character, yeah, 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 he's yeah. great. When he's a straight man, it's like, ah, you're boring to me. Yeah. Um, like a, the Walter Mitty movie. Yeah, I that. wanted to like that more than I did. Yeah. I, I like the premise of it. Um, just to finish off this list, Jason Schwartzman has been a huge um, repeat character. And yeah, he's like, not credited here for Royal Tenenbaums, but I can tell you that how he is. How is that possible? He, well, because he's only in a small part of it. If you remember. Oh, I guess, I guess yes. Yeah, so when they're um, showing the tennis match where Luke Wilson, like, had a mental breakdown. Yeah. You remember that part where he yeah. like throws his racket, he's not wearing a shoe. Um <laughs> it's actually Owen Wilson and Jason Schwartzman are doing the voices of the two like sports announcers who are talking back and for forth during that okay. whole thing. And they're not credited as that. Um but otherwise Schwartzman is all over the place. And he was great in Grand Budapest. He has a really small part, but he's he's the concierge, mm -hmm. the present concierge with Jude Law. Oh, when the guy starts choking and he has to like run over. Yeah, to but the, at yeah. the same time he's like kind of shitty at his job yeah. and he's like yeah. jealous that he's talking. To well, him. yeah, he doesn't like he's just he's just like so like jaded. Yeah, being there. Yeah. So I don't know why Goldblum isn't on this list because that's stupid. Goldblum was in Steve Zizou. Yep. Know, maybe just the two and yeah, Grand Budapest. I think just those two. Uh, Isle of Dogs. Oh, sorry, Isle of Dogs. So three. And yeah. I don't know if he's, he's in French lot, Dispatch. I, um, I want to use that as a segue to, because we always do like a cons thing. I want to do that as a segue to our what's problematic about Wes Anderson. Okay. Because that's kind of my prime example. And it's not necessarily Jeff Goldblum or his fault. Uh, but remember we were talking about Steve Zizou? Yeah. And it was not, I guess... I don't According smoke to that much weed. Well, I mean, that was like 20 minutes ago. Remember the time? <laughs> uh, it was not well received, right? The Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. He 
they use the word. It used to be a word for a bundle of sticks. Then it was a derogatory term for homosexuals. Cigarettes? Or what British people still to this day yeah. call a cigarette, yeah. which is okay. not awesome. <laughs> but he's throwing that, they're throwing that word out like crazy. Again, but um, like. And even Jeff Goldblum. And look, again, I'm not personally offended, right? And it's supposed to speak to what a piece of shit uh, Steve Zizou is. Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah. But there's one point where. I guess when they're reconciling, I think after he saves him because like Jeff Goldblum gets shot by the pirates. He's playing like Russian roulette. It's <laughs> a great scene. The all the it's time. a great yeah. scene yeah. where he's like doing like the um, from the Deer Hunter, like that Vietnam movie uh, kind of thing. Um, but he says something. He's like, "Well, remember, I, I'm half fag anyway, right?" And it's <laughs> and it's like even he. So um, I'd say the way that Tarantino gets criticized for using the N word. Yeah. Um, even though like. He Samuel, gets the green Samuel, light no, and like Samuel Jackson will, oh yeah, and he'll say like, well, Jamie Foxx too had to sit down with Leonardo DiCaprio and be like, no, and I heard that it was actually Leo who was like, I'm re-, like, well, he yeah, Leo was to be not like, are you sure? Well, and then Jamie Foxx I pulled heard. him aside and was like, I know it's not you, right, saying the way. He's like, the word exists in the world. Like, yeah. I understand that it's not coming from well, also inside you. especially for Django Unchained, like you needed to be using that word. Yeah. You could, you could not. Because the whole idea of that movie was to make it authentically, this well, is what yeah, we, you as know close what I mean? as like, possible. Well, yeah. right. Well, there's there's With shit his. that they showed in that, like uh, when his wife is in the hot box. Yeah, that oh. I never learned, and that was real. That's real. That's oh, fucking yeah. real. Oh, yeah. And that's shit that you never would have been introduced to unless it was for a Tarantino movie, right? Well, so I think. No, Some well, people. no. Uh, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying yeah. the mass public. No, no. Obviously, I if you yeah. read a fucking <laughs> book, yeah. I'm saying like the general we are drinking pop wine, educated people. Matt, right, no, we're a little class here. Yeah. Uh, but so that being said, and I'm not, I'm, I'd be giving Tarantino too much credit to say every one of his movies like the N word is necessary, right? Because no. Pulp Fiction, there, th- he's saying it when he's talking about the coffee and shit. Yeah. Like he's like dead whatever storage, like yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah, <He> dude, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit problematic, but yep. I still I'll bet uh, Pulp Fiction still gets a really high rating. But no, it, there's a lot of the um, just a theme because even in Grand Budapest Hotel, Adrian Barodi turns around and yells at Fines, who is this maggot? Yeah, oh no, right, I mean, and like that scene's great though too because what. <laughs> And, and he's like, I haven't been known to sleep with all my friends. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, what he's telling you is like, uh, he's like, but you just called me. Uh, <laughs> he goes, let's change the conversation. I'm leaving now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like he does. And then later on when they see, he's like, you're the bravest man or you're the manliest person I know. He's like, yeah. well, I've never been accused of that, that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But still, I guess there are people these days who would point out that like there are homophobic themes throughout. And he kind of uses that in his, in, in his humor. Um, Maybe unnecessarily. In some points. It's I hard to say it's with like a, you know, a, I don't want to defend it's it. A char- and I don't wanna... Sometimes it's a character though. Like that's what that character would say. So th- and having them say something different would change the whole effect of everything. That's my personal opinion is, and of course I'm not in um, a marginalized group that we're citing right now. But my opinion is that like it's not that Wes Anderson is trying to make any kind of anti- homosexual no message it exists point. in the world it exists and in the world people and this that would use those words correct so yeah, yeah. therefore right this character in it's this setting would say this instead of that 
this is a much smaller example, but like it's in the same way when I feel like um, you hear people complaining about seeing smoking in movies. Like you can't pretend like there aren't people who don't smoke. Yeah. Right. Like that does exist. Especially in the like world. in that weird way where like Wes Anderson, like everything is really real. Like the characters themselves, like their dress and like their speaking may seem like over the top, but like baseline, everything is really real. Very authentic. These are yeah. people who are not pulling punches even with their own. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's how he writes his characters as like the most extreme, unadulterated form without being like. When we say extreme, it's not like everybody's yelling at each other and doing all this like overly violent shit. It's very no, but tasteful like and bold at, at the, the same time. It's he's hard at to the describe. casket in like Grand Budapest. He's, he's like you're the best her. you've ever looked, and then he just like throws the hand down because yeah. like, technically she's dead, so well, who gives he a fuck. Kisses her face. He's like I don't know what cream they put on your face, but I want it. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the really, you look better than you've looked in the last yeah, ten to twenty he, years. Yeah, yeah. She, you look alive. <laughs> and, like, he throws her hand down, but like yeah. it's that treatment of like a corpse where it's like, uh, for a second you're like, oh my, but then you're like, well, right. yeah, well, that's, that's, it's just dead yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, and the painting that goes up after they steal boy with apple is <laughs> like that, the like, lesbian picture, raunchy, huge butch, <laughs> lesbian drawing, uh, and, that goes and like, up. but like if you notice, like it stays up there for like an extended period. No one knows. Of time. No, it's later the, on. He's like, what the fuck no, is this? But the <laughs> shot, that shot. Oh yeah, like yeah. it just sits there for a second to to no, really let, let the you... really let the what the fuck is this set in? Yeah, and like no, to think he, that they've he, been all sitting there. He gave you <laughs> he gave less time to more important scenes. Oh yeah, than he did to just let you like. And that's not very long, but you're sitting there staring at it for long enough that you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like you don't even know the boy or whatever was it, boy and pony or something. What's the name of the uh, picture? Boy with apple. Boy with apple yeah. is like in the background of like the keys. Like in the later thing, uh-huh. that painting is like the centerpiece of like uh, a bunch of dialogues. Everything. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't, it doesn't even register, but yeah. that, no. <laughs> he sits there for a real long time. And the, what's, I think, you know, the underlying joke there is how did they not fucking notice? But that, yeah, the, everyone in that room sat there all those days. And he's weeks. walking around. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And the whole thing is they were upset about him stealing the painting yeah. or like getting the painting. Getting the painting. And they don't no realize it, it was yeah. gone. Yep. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. We thought you, uh, uh, and the only other thing I could think of is that it's not diverse cast, and it's not. It, it is a very, even though you've had people like um, what's this? Uh, is it? I always mix it up now because of uh, Childish Gambino. Uh, Daniel Glover. Da, da, Donald, Glover. Donald Glover is Donald. Ch- Gambino. Yeah, yeah. The older uh, Danny actor Glover. is yeah. Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Glover is uh, a great part in Tenenbaums. Um, but I don't know that you can really pull a lot of anyone other than white people out of No, all you got his the dude movies. from Life Aquatic, the guy in the... the, the, the that one... Uh, yeah, but he doesn't really have much... I mean, he, no, he's, he's a like focal a, point, and he, but, it, but he's not at the same time. Like lead, lead. The only other person I, I would think give of is you the Indian like, guy. As far uh, as, yeah, I was going to say more like Asian... Uh, because like a lot of like even he always has like an Indian. Which, it's got like a vibe to it more but, than it's got character. But it so. feels more to me like because um, you know Britain occupied India yeah. for a long time. The imperialism. So it almost feels like that more like British imperial India. Yeah. When he's presenting, especially in Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. And oh, I get it because yeah. he's going for a certain like timepiece aesthetic, but. Um, yeah, it would be nice to see some more diversity as far as like Well, he's got a movie coming out, so we'll see. And we haven't seen his last one, so. We have not? Yeah. 
lot to see. You have not. That's all I could. Can you think of any other? I mean, there's. I don't know. No, I would. I mean, as far as like con, I don't think it's so much of a like a con as far as him making his movies. Uh-huh. I would just say I would think like some of like like you said, people don't get it. Like a lot of it is so either so on the surface that it goes like you'd be like that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Or so layered and subdued a lot of times. So like, like a lot of the character like even in the most dramatic situations like people are just cool calm and collected. And I yeah, feel like a not, lot of time people don't want that. You're not getting that over the top. Yeah, uh, people want exciting like drama. drama. But yeah. the, you know, and if if you can pay attention there is ten- uh, pay attention cuz there's tension. Yeah. Um but we're also we also live in a country where they've made about eleven Fast and the Furious movies that continue to do well. So I'm gonna go out on a limb Yo, and don't say talk about my family. that this is not no, I, the yeah. type of movie that those millions of people are gonna jive with. Yeah. So I, I wasn't thinking like that's that's extreme. What's that? Fast, Fast and, Furious? and Furious. No, like I know, but I, you know, I'm I trying to get, like, like say that it's it's way more highbrow and like yeah. Like, my parents would it's watch art. one it's of these art. movies it's and art. not understand really what they were watching. Yeah. Agreed. Do you know my, what I mean? My, like, my parents, my mom specifically, my dad maybe. I just think, oh, it was such a good zoom. movie. And, like, she would point out, like, color. Yeah. But, like, wouldn't understand that, like, it's so deliberate. He's doing it throughout, I didn't, like, a movie. I didn't get it. They were weird. Yeah. They were weird people. I don't understand why they're all just walking around like that. Why, yeah. the why are they moves? talking like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you say that. Yeah. That's, uh, but that, to me, personally, that's not a con. I would just say for like no, appeal no. If you're to talking the about masses, like mass appeal, yeah. um, which is to go back to the Rotten Tomatoes ratings, I thought that either we were going to have one of two things, like either everything was going to be a high rating or everything was going to be a low rating. I just assumed that the mass public, you know, either everybody could agree is a 90 or everyone would be like, I don't get it. It's a 50. Yeah. Uh, I, so to have that much range, or, or or really more that like Steve Zissou was fucking singled out in that way, I I'd love to know what it is about that really one movie wonder. that just tanked. We'll have it. to do some deep dives and yeah. find out. Um, God, we should do. It's, uh, it's good. M Night Shyamalan. We should do Shyamalan, especially because it's uh, he's Philly. He's he's here. Yeah, but I also he's got that same kind of like controversy and people won't really understand have you watched the new show no i haven't seen anything new from i saw one episode it was creepy as fuck it's called servant really uh what's fish loves it what's the name of the show do you know servant that's the name of the show okay i didn't know if it was like (laughs) an anthropology where it was like episodes uh no 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 it's it's on apple plus okay apple streaming um it's called servant um it's a young couple who just had a baby and like creepy shit and they're Scary. they're well, hiring a, uh, they're hiring a nanny or, or an au pair or something and Opa. it's i saw one episode and it's like the best chameleon i've seen in a long time and yes. i liked split I, I did like split so, although i think all i mean not they had better the happening like glass and all trash. that like were better and stuff the happening is hard Garbage. So I, I yes, it's a terrible movie. Oh, if you're gonna defend it, then no, we need no, to do no, a no. whole episode. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Happening. No, I'm gonna tell you what to do to enjoy it in any kind Get of way. Get really high no. or eat mushrooms. You go. You can't watch the whole movie. No, no. You go on YouTube, and you go to like the happening theories. Okay. And you watch people try to explain 
like why the, it's not garbage or why like it's not the trees it, it's like a gas killing everybody but it comes in the wind you can see in that movie that Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel gave up halfway through <laughs> like they just stop in that, in that acting. car scene they just stop <laughs> acting they're just like at the end where they're in one house running to another like we got I, yeah no, see, we gotta go there and the kid just shot he just runs to a fucking door after you know people are protecting that okay whatever um, yeah. garbage see I hated signs that was uh, really I, dude. So I don't know where Signs was filmed, but you know the happening was filmed right around here. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that. I the G Lodge before it closed was, was like they one of the at, main sites. That car scene yeah. when they like get in the car with everybody mm. and then they go. Leguizamo and says goodbye. Army. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, we should do an episode on that. But yeah, I'm. You want to do some shit? Signs sh- not my friend. Well, of I'm course, we're gonna do a Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino. Um, but hot for sure. Uh, for when sure. we were deciding on this episode, um, we had come up with a bunch of different directors and Lee. Had said Tarantino, and I thought that like since Rogan just had him on recently, and it's like we it'd be better to wait a little bit. We're not give, give it a little more time. Yeah, yeah, no. um, yeah, I agree. And then there there are a lot of actors. You should do like Coen Brothers. I mean, not actors. Uh, uh, direct, directors. Yeah, Coen Brothers would be a good one. Um, yeah, there's, there's a few things we could throw down the pike. Um, yeah, and as a dad, like you said. As a dad, there's not much there. Until so well, as until a dad, she's I'm older. definitely like, I can't wait to. Actually, I would play, because Charlie is a little over a year right now, I would play Fantastic Mr. Fox for her and hope that it would keep her attention. But, like, that's a movie I can start playing now. Yeah, I don't think – see, I think uh, the stage that Layla's in now, like I said, it's not enough of that immediate serotonin. Yeah. Like that. You're not – You might have had to have played it a little early, like a, a little while ago. Yeah. And she would have liked yeah. the colors and the, the, sh- the shots and stuff. But now – Sure. She wants to, like, understand. And, like, dialogue-wise – for a five-year-old, I don't know. It's kind of cute and funny. Oh no, Fantastic one, Mr. Fox, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm just all talking the, about all the animals other, make all the fucking other. Films. No, no, but again, um, it would be very. But cool. she would probably like Isle Dogs more than she would like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Maybe, or uh, Layla. Yeah, yeah, that's more yeah, of yeah, her. Yeah, probably like dogs and saving dogs and, and um, the boy dogs going after crazy his shit. dog. Like the yeah, kid but like going the, after his dogs. Like she's like all about like assemble plots and like the like. I could see Layla identifying, whether you know, consciously or subconsciously, identifying with the main character, that boy, in Isle of Dogs, right? Because like she would be the rebel kid who would put a plane together and go, go fly, fly to, to get Winston <laughs> off yeah, a trash island. Totally. Like she would do that. Yeah, but she would she would be like, I'm gonna live on the trash island, <laughs> right? No, because yeah, she'd be like, we're staying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, I'm resourceful enough. Yeah. This is trash. I got this is this the is movie. Gold. The movie would be called Isle of Layla. Yeah, she just like plant a flag and be like, this is where I live now. Yeah, and uh, just every, all the dogs, like they would only be trained to her, and all uh-huh. the other ones would be like, I bite. <laughs> <laughs> I bite. Anybody else they come to, I bite. <laughs> That movie's so good. Yeah, um, yeah. I just for me, I think um, one positive in my relationship with my dad is that uh, he likes to dissect movies in a similar way that I do. I like to talk about, and Wes Anderson is perfect for this cinematography. Well, I like yeah, to talk about we plot talking lines, about character time. development, like everything. Yeah, like to not just say like, yeah, I saw it; it was good. I was entertained. Like, yeah, but like why the, was it good? What yeah. is the fucking art yeah. behind it? Right. And I would love to someday be able to have that com- those kind of conversations with Charlie of like, this is your favorite movie. Why? What is it? What are they doing? What is this scene? You know what? How is it shot? You know, like a little bit different than that. What Layla likes, like, she loves dissecting like the how of movies, okay, and, like TV and like so like 
she's into watching scary stuff. So, like, she'll watch, like, Chucky. Not that she watches Chucky, the movie. But, like, she'll see, like, a picture of Chucky. And, like, for her brain to understand it, to not be scared of it, she's like, I want to go to... She'll ask us, and she's like, I want to go to YouTube and watch, like, the behind the scenes of Chucky uh-huh. and see, like, the makeup and, like, how they do, like, the jump scares. Right. And uh, so, like, uh, what's her favorite? Uh, That's you. I it's do like, you'll be telling me about... Um, I forget the name of it. You're going to tell me right now when I say this, but um, like the making of the Mandalorian. Yeah, gallery. Um, the gallery. Yeah, yeah. So you're all Pretty in there. You're like, I've watched this like four times. Yeah. And, I, and that all sounds really cool that to me. That shit's but cool. Just never it's what, like, just, when I um, finally sit down with my remote, it's never what my you know brain goes to. But I totally. Yeah. Um, that's totally uh, your daughter in or you. I think it's cool. Daughter. She loves that yeah. shit. Like uh, her animatronics you. and like she likes going on like uh, the rides at Six Flags uh-huh. and like knowing what to expect before we go. <laughs> right. So she'll like watch all the videos and make, okay, this one this goes travels into the dark. at 54 miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, like eventually that's what I feel like she's going to be doing. She'll right. be breaking shit down to you. Yeah, but I feel like maybe one day she'll get into Wes Anderson. And then she'll be working at NASA. Be like, this rocket's going to go. Uh, yeah, but not for fucking Elon Musk who just sold himself to the U.S. government. Super villain. Is he working for, yeah, just. SpaceX is now a government. Can we just give him Mars? Collaborator. Can we just give him Mars? Like, let him do whatever he wants with Mars? I don't know. I want to know what's on Mars before we uh, give it to him. I know, but we need people like that off this planet. When they're, like, stealing all the fucking... He's got a car out minerals there. Minerals from... Uh, Wait for his car to come back around and take a ride somewhere. Yeah. Dick face. Uh, I think that... You got anything else? No. No. Well, we'll say the recommendation again was the Colonial Theater, specifically in Phoenixville, but... um. All around local, local theaters. Movie um, theaters. I think if there's anything that Wes Anderson can convey is like, pay attention to historical shit. Uh, the way things used to be done matters, right? The way things used to be built matters. Yeah. And that's a lot of his aesthetic, at least in his later movies, of like, you know, I don't know. There's a cool vibe, a cool view to the way things used to be done before all this like high paced tech shit. Yeah. And, uh, a local theater is a good place to find that. Yeah, because there's probably tons that are probably getting ready to close their doors. Right. I know Colonial had to have a little bit of a fundraising campaign yeah, been thing going on. Working hard. Uh, well, we have a town that's pretty dope. Been do- like, well, yeah. We still rallies happen. behind yeah. uh, their institutions, but there was a touch and go moment for sure. And like I'm sure with a lot a, of places. I'm sure there's a bunch of places that still don't have like the need or want at the current moment that they can't fill seats. It's weird. Like I said to Corinne, um, cause Dune is coming out. Yeah. Uh, I think October 22nd. I gotta finish that book. And I'm so close. I have less than a hundred pages left. Oh God. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to start I'm over gonna fucking finish it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my seventh time starting over. I'm like 500 pages in and I feel like now I finally understand you the language that. and I the way he writes like and that. it's, it's finally moving. So fucking um, confusing. but, that I said to her, I was like, "This movie because it's going to come out on HBO Max yeah. immediately." Um, but I was like, "I don't want to watch it there. I want to go to a f- like potentially like a fucking IMAX. I want to yeah, do that, like the, the balls it. to the wall, yeah. like the whole thing for this movie because it's been besides Empire Strikes Back at the Colonial, which yeah. is not like you know I, I haven't been to like a modern high tech you no, know real I, movie theater in fucking forever was one of, uh, maybe forever. Endgame maybe Endgame was the last movie I saw in the movie theater was, um, like the big Avengers. high end yeah um, right yeah that's probably it yeah before that was probably Frozen 2 
Or after <laughs> that was Frozen 2. Well, they say it takes 90 days to form a habit. And then they kept us locked inside for almost a year. So I think a lot of people just learned how to live without doing a lot of this shit. Yeah. yeah. And they gave us all this and shit. And then they had it on your like, TV. Yeah. yeah. So HBO Max doesn't even make you pay extra. No. You just fucking have it. But, um, so, yeah. There's plenty of shit What's to up, Disney? Yeah, yeah, no, we right. love you. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. We love you. Yeah, right. Who paid for this floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, Don't me, be no, mad no. at me, Walt. <laughs> Come back from the grave, yo. Give me more Star Wars. Uh, um, he had nothing to do with that. That's Feige and fucking, not Feige. Fergie? No, Feige's Marvel. Oh. Um, Filoni, Favreau. Yeah. And what's the girl's name? What's the woman's name? Kennedy? Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. That's who's in charge of Star Wars. <sighs> yeah. Which has nothing to do with Wes Anderson. Nah. So it sounds like we're done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guppies. Now? <laughs> <laughs> I as soon as I hit groupies, uh, guppies, as, and as soon as I hit uh, stop on this recording, we're gonna record us uh, talking about Star Wars yeah. to, to never post it, just to have it. Um, but yeah. All right, guys, check us out on Instagram. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, man, and go check out your local theater. Go to your local theater. Get some good brothers for watch a fucking Western.